Once again for another exciting movie show i am your host as always jj and over there my good friend jake jake cross town cross town <laughs> just down the street just a little bit self-quarantining ourselves from one another <laughs> I, I i don't like that things are opening up again because i like not having to see people or do anything <laughs> It's still, it's, still, it's still really nice to be able to like get the things you want without having to go into the store like it's yes yes and people now they're bending ass backwards for us instead of us having to go do things yeah. and actually, now there's like traffic and there hadn't been traffic and that was yeah. really nice actually, so i am uh, disappointed that things are opening up i actually just uh, i took all the proper precautions six feet apart mask hand sanitizer all the good stuff I went to the mall yesterday just to oh, see okay. what was going on, and it was an interesting experience. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like kind of open. It's weird. Mm. It's like things are opening late, or if they're not open at all. It's uh, interesting yeah. to see how every store handles uh, yeah. the sort of maximum occup- occupancy. Yeah. Uh, stuff like homer's homer's uh church holiday the holiday of maximum maximal occupancy uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's like it's like because you know some of them it's like we can only have five people in our store mm. we can only have four, you know we can't one store had like 160 people and i'm like that's a big store because it's all based oh. off of square footage so, oh yeah 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 so and some stores weren't open at all like you know like i wandered down to like the fye movies and that was closed up shop still yeah, With, if it reopens who the hell knows yeah it, it's funny when what things are open and you're like does hot topic really need to be open yeah i don't know yeah. if it was but it was <laughs> just an hot example topic. okay hot does topic hot topic really need to be open yeah. yeah i need to get my corn shirt yeah this this is the this is my one stop shop for anime Funko Pops and Guns N' Roses merchandise. <laughs> Wallets, earrings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, every, and and there's just like hand sanitizer stations everywhere. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, it's it was an interesting experience. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, yeah, but uh, I won't do that again for a while. But it was fun nonetheless. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you gotta, do what, you gotta do what you can to tank the economy. Since yeah. that's that's the goal of of shutting everything down, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so the most important thing is to leave every human being in squalor. That's what everyone's yep. hope and prayer is. That's the motivation of the governors, and that's, yeah. that's what they want. <laughs> All the governors, mayors, everyone across everyone, yeah, everyone is either uh, politically motivated. Everyone's everyone's either the mayor from Jaws or. Uh, <laughs> Like or just like motivated to make everyone suffer. Those are the only two <laughs> options. So, like, it's like Trump, just because that's what you would do, doesn't yeah. mean that that's what everybody else is doing. But speaking of suffering, 
uh, people suffering. Uh, we universe. the movie, the the universe in which the movie uh, we watched this time around takes place in is a lot of people suffering. <laughs> <laughs> we we said we said we were going to do a Steven Spielberg, not Steven Spielberg, a Stephen King movie. Yes. Uh, I did not expect it to go this ter- this route, but <laughs> well, Jake, that was a while ago. So then, it, yeah. Dark Tower is in my head because yeah. I wanted to watch that anyway. So it yeah, just so worked Jake out. Jake chose the Dark Tower. <laughs> I have my only exposure to the Dark Tower is I've seen this movie twice now, and mm-hmm. that's it. I know nothing about the Dark Tower. Yep. Uh, I have I have seen The Shining, so that helps a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, and I saw uh, the stand, which helps a little bit as well. Uh, oh yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, all, all the references other Stephen King stuff doesn't play into the movie at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they have references, but only because in the books they reference all his other yeah. books take place in that in this world because it, it ties them all together. So they're not just senseless shoutouts. Yeah. Did you catch? Did you catch all of the? Uh, so there's a picture of the Overlook Hotel and the psychologist's. Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, most of that stuff I saw just because I I looked up like. Oh yeah. Stuff like. Um, I ca- I caught these since I'm a. Yeah. <laughs> Eagle-eyed so, watcher. You're you're a kinghead, so you recognize. No, I'm not anything. a kinghead. I'm not a kinghead. I just I just I just know what I did. Uh, the, the he's playing with the Christine, the model car. Yeah. In his room. Uh, oh, yeah, the, it was Christine, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it says Pennywise when they're outside. And yeah. when uh, Jake says, what are these? Er, and Roland's like, no one knows what these structures are. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're yeah. amusement park. <laughs> and then um, there's the Rita Hayworth poster where they're in the gun yeah. the gun place, which is Shawshank. So yeah. I thought, that, that was cool. Like I said, not senseless. It's, in the book, it's, it's like that. Yeah. I read all seven books. Well, now wow. there's eight, but. Yes, and um, I don't love the Dark Tower. <laughs> I love what the Dark Tower could be because, <laughs> as we all know, Stephen King doesn't know where the hell he's going, and he took <laughs> thirty years to write this. Like Man. there'd be like ten years between some books, and obviously, when I read it, it was all done. I read it over six months, and my <laughs> wife told me to read it, and then I was mad at her when I finished it because <laughs> the first book doesn't go anywhere, and I wouldn't have continued to read it. She told me to. The second book's killer. Third book's okay. Fourth book's cool because in the middle of it, or kind of sandwiched in between it, is a standalone story. Yeah. And then the next three... I'm leaving that one out. Anyway, the last three are like one book that's like actually has a cohesive like beginning, middle, and end. And the yeah. other ones don't really end. Like One book stops in the middle of a scene, then the next book just opens up and that scene just still going on. And, um, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> you get to the, I mean, the ending is God awful. Like not just like the last <laughs> like end end, but like the last like 500 pages are just <laughs> absolutely the worst thing in the world. And then it ends and it's just like the ultimate kick in the nuts. And, uh, and it's just like not even worth reading it. <laughs> and then you realize all the things that didn't go anywhere because there's so many things that he sets up. They just don't do anything. And so many things that don't get explanations. <laughs> and uh, and I was reading it because I'm a movie guy. And I'm like, how in the hell would you make this a movie? And they weren't going to make it a movie at that point. 
Yeah. No one, no one had said anything, and I was like, "How in the world are you?" But you knew, this? but you knew it was a Stephen King property. You knew. Oh, I, I'm just saying that yeah. I didn't read it knowing they were going to yeah. make a movie. I was yeah. just. But so, you knew in your heart, you knew. Oh yeah, but but I mean, you're reading it. You're like, I don't even know if you could make this a movie, and the only way to do it is the way they did it, which is to, which is genius, which is just to kind of take the pieces and do your own version of it, because <laughs> that was the only way around it. Like the first book could not be a movie. The second one could. But that's about it. And there's just so many pieces going on and so many different things that you just could not adapt it straight up without just taking the pieces and doing your own thing with it. And that was a really smart move and a lot of hard work. I mean, like, because you look at all the little things and there's so many things in there that are from books or or not. And it was just a good way to take the characters and put them in this adventure that starts out small. Because you start off with Roland in the first book. And you're just with him, and he's doing his thing, and and then Jake comes into it, and it's kind of cool to see it through Jake's eyes because you can kind of walk into the world. And I, um, is, so, yeah. is the relationship the same? Like, yes, like, with it's like Jake's arc sort of similar in the book as it is in this movie because I have so, no idea. So, all right, if anyone's listening and they want to read the book, don't because I'm going to fucking ruin them. Uh, <laughs> in the first book, Jake's he's like seven or eight. He's really young. And he just kind of shows up like he does. But Roland sees him. Anyways, and Roland's like hellbent on revenge like he is in the movie. And they're underground traveling. There's these monster things getting them. And Jake falls like down into the cave. And Roland has the chance to get him, but he doesn't because that might that's going to distract him from killing the man in black. Yeah. So Jake dies. And then in the third one, you're following Jake, very similar to the movie, except his dad is this really rich, like TV executive who's a cokehead and his mom's like a really mean person. <laughs> and he has like this maid is like who he actually likes. But anyways, and he's having these visions of the world because he's been there before in like another life or whatever. So he's seen it and he's like, thinks he's crazy and stuff. And then yeah. he eventually gets you know pulled back in. And they, they, they do the thing that's always irritating when they take these sort of supernatural movies uh-huh. and they try to make the like parents bad guys for mm. not believing the kid oh, yeah. but like but so they try to make the stepdad seem like a huge dick because the kid like is deranged for all intents mm-hmm. there's no there's no, there's zero proof that any of this like yeah. is happening there's never any proof until uh, Matthew McConaughey shows up. <laughs> yeah, no, no. why so, would they like, believe him? And he's getting in yeah, fights at school, and he's gonna fight. He's like pretty yeah, typical he's just a, crazy guy stuff that the world's gonna end and everything. Yeah, it's like it's just a very like th- th- it is. He needs to go somewhere, like in this yeah. reality. But they try to play him as the stepdad as a bad guy for seemingly no reason other than <laughs> just to just so you don't feel bad when he gets killed, but oh, you feel yeah. bad when the mom gets dusted. Yeah. I like he he just makes the dad die and makes the mom turn into ash, which is just some yeah. cold blooded shit. That scene's cool too when he says like show me and then you like yeah. see like her memory vision thing like that was really cool. Yeah, and it's funny yeah. too, Catherine Winnick from Vikings because in Vikings she's like the toughest person ever, <laughs> and in this she's like really soft and like crying the whole time. This <laughs> is funny to see that. So, yeah, but um, so in the book. The yeah. very, very end of the book, <laughs> Roland finally gets to the Dark Tower. And you don't know what's in there. Yeah. And by the way, you don't know what the Dark Tower's purpose is till the third book. 
Yeah. I, you are just like, what is Roland's journey? I have no idea. And they ask him and he won't tell him. And you're like, all right, Stephen King, you're just being a dick because you're not yeah. telling us. And it's been so many books now. But anyways, so he finally gets there. He walks in. He kind of sees his whole journey like painted on the walls and stuff. And then he opens a door and he walks right into the beginning of the first book. <laughs> and it starts over again. And you're like, oh, my God. So apparently he needs some like horn to blow there. And then at the end of it, he has the horn with him. So you're like, oh, so he's going to do this all again, but he has the horn and then it'll be over. So why wasn't that the movie? Or why wasn't that the story? So the movie is that story because apparently he's done this loop millions or a bunch of times. So, and he has the horn with him. So that means this is the one after the book. Yeah. So he's going to actually do it this time. And if you are a Dark Tower fan that hated this, you do not understand the Dark Tower because there's so many different versions of the story that he's done. To not understand that with this, is you just do not get the Dark Tower because that is the whole point of the Dark Tower. Yeah. I, I, and I, the I, fact I, that Stephen King can't end a book. Yeah. Like, so he literally starts it over. Yeah, so like... Uh, like 98% of my Stephen King consumption is just his movies based on his properties. Like I've yeah. only read a couple of his... Uh, books, you mm-hmm. know, overall, but um, so like, yeah, the Dark Tower means like, it's like I'm like, it, it's it's a intimidating, and b there's too much, like like yep. intimidating because there is too much, and b like yep. I just I don't I, I can't be committed to anything like that, like <laughs> it just it's a lot, like like and it's a lot of pages because like, it's Stephen King, so there are a thousand yeah, pages. And there's left. even like the there's even like the comic book adaption, which would probably go down easier for me. But like, even that, I'm like, I just no. I I'd rather just not. Yeah. I mean, I I much. I I gain I gain nothing by getting into it, and I gain nothing by not getting into it. Yeah. So. Well, in the so, <laughs> obviously, since the book was disappointing for me, I was like, okay, what are they gonna do with the movie? Because like, you could. I mean, obviously, there's some great stuff in there. I I, I mean, I like most of it. It just. Some choices, fuck the whole thing. So I was like, what are they going to do? And so his whole quest in the beginning is to kill the man in black. That kind of goes away because the man in black's kind of like a lackey because there's the Crimson King, which is the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. And that comes out later. But anyways, so the man in black, they never actually face each other. And the man in black just kind of dies in this arbitrary way, like in the third or second, the last book. And you're like, what? I thought they were going to get some showdown. So it was very satisfying in this to actually see them have their big showdown. And you're like, finally, Jesus Christ, I've been waiting <laughs> seven months to see this. And it's a and it's a cool showdown at that. Yeah. But you so, finally you get to see Rolling get his revenge, which you, yeah, I mean, Stephen King just, that was the original inspir- idea. Then that just kind of went away because other elements came in. So I, I was looking up stuff because, again, I don't get this. And so... Yeah. The man in black is Randall Flagg. Is that yeah, the he's in the stand, he's and he's in the in stand, and he's in that other one. Eyes of the Dragon, and yeah. a couple others. So, that, but I don't even think Stephen King knew that. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait a minute, I guess I could just say this guy has a bunch of different names." It was funny because, like, I was looking at like the Randall Flagg like Wikipedia page, and it's funny to see like, uh, uh, a first of all, uh, who was it was. Uh, Jamie Sheridan played him in the Stand miniseries, and he's just like, 
80s mullet with denim jacket yeah. kind of look. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, this absurd, and, yeah, just this absurd, like, yeah, I guess that's why he would look like Matthew McConaughey in the modern yeah. uh, But, like, you see, like, uh, other names that uh, <laughs> this character has gone by, and I see uh, Neil Arthotep, which was, like, that's uh, Lovecraft. That's, like, one of oh, the yeah. big... It's one of the big bads in like uh, Lovecraft. Well, the story on this is very Lovecraft, where yeah. there's a portal keeping out monsters, and then the monsters yeah. will come in and kill everybody. It's a pretty yeah. Lovecraft yeah. thing in the first place. Yeah, because it because because uh, even in uh, Lovecraft, Neil Arthotep is uh, another nickname for him is uh, uh, oh, what was it? Now it's it's escaped me. I think it's the black man mm. so like being the man in black and all that stuff yeah like, oh, totally. it's, it's like the exact same character oh even the dark tower is a poem from somebody and it's called the dark tower and the names guys roland and he i don't know yeah. it's in the end of it i think i was so pissed off by the end i didn't even read it but he gets <laughs> to the top of the tower and blows the horn and that's like where stephen king took it from <laughs> i guess yeah well, anyways <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah so the, the the big controversy with this movie was that um Idris Elba was cast. Yeah. And so I think the only reason, because it was jarring for me, because in the book, he, like, a lot. They talk about he looks just like Clint Eastwood. Like, he has these really piercing blue eyes. He looks exactly like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> like, they, when people meet him, they're like, oh my God, is that Clint Eastwood? <laughs> so it's definitely a, a good reason for people to be like, wait a minute, he's a black dude? Because just because his description is so, you know. Yeah. But um, I remember I was like, wait a minute. Why? I was like, well, I mean, each yourself was good, of course. And I was like, all right. Oh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I doubt they would say they looked like Clint Eastwood anyway. Yeah. But, it doesn't, um, it doesn't re- re- really matter. And I mean, and, and another thing, if fans went into this expecting an adapt, like a straight up adaption, like they made the main guy yeah. black. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. you were expecting. Like <laughs> they let you know their changes pretty early on. Yeah, it's, it's it, the main character's black and it's ninety three minutes. You should have known better. Yeah, uh, oh, I remember doing that too. Like, well, this movie's only ninety minutes. That sucks. And I'm like, you haven't even seen it yet. Like, <laughs> why are you judging the movie off of its running time? But uh, um, and if you're, you know, if your cycle thing is, you know, who's to say in another cycle that's just not who he is now? He's this. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Doctor Who. It's just like, oh, this is the new body yeah. that I've taken. This is my new form. So yeah. here we are. Yeah, and I mean, and Idris does a fantastic job of being Roland. Just like he looks old and tired and beat <laughs> and, you know, deranged and just like he's lost his way. I mean, he, he did Roland perfectly, which was great. Yeah. And obviously, I was on board because Idris is awesome, but. Idris is great. I, yeah. Oh, man, so. It's Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, does, he does such a good job. And he, everything he does with the guns is killer. Yeah. <laughs> like oh in the book they describe it as you know he reloads so fast you can't even see it and like he can shoot one gun while reloading another one is there any implication of like supernatural powers with him or something because with him with him with with the gunslinger no not with him Okay, I mean, because, they're like knights, you know, they're like trained yeah. from birth and everything. Yeah. And it's oh, like, because, because it's just like in the movie, when you see him get crushed with a steel girder, I'm like, <laughs> is that 
what is that, is he a superhero that they just haven't really talked about? Oh or, no, no, he's just that I don't, badass. They're, they're just nobody's that badass. No human being <laughs> is that badass. Period. I don't care unless there's some sort of supernatural situation going on. No, he's not so, supernatural. Unless it's like Superman, where it's like on his home planet, he mm. uh, he doesn't have any superpowers. But when he comes to our Earth, our mm. red sun gives him super because that's yeah, it's uh yeah, no, there's no, he's, he's not supernatural at all. I mean, he is. Let's just, <laughs> you, 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 you gotta call a shovel a shovel here. Uh, no, I don't care how, there's no amount of training in the world that would let you ricochet a bullet off of a girder into another bullet. And I, this is, there's no amount of training on the planet. Uh, he's, he's just supposed to be that good. That's how good he is. Yeah, no, that's not how good he is. That's just not, that's not skill set. That's either, that's either luck or uh, you have some sort of uh, power. <laughs> of yeah. some sort. Or maybe you're just like uh, the Marvel character Longshot where everything <laughs> you do is the best possible odds. So if he's firing <laughs> a bullet, it's just like, no, he's doing exactly what he needs to do because that's what his power is, manipulating the odds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's... <laughs> I, I, I it's love, not um... that absurd to think of with... Uh, you know, a, a demon character playing. Oh yeah, sort of no, just in in, uh, in the book, he is not supernatural. <laughs> um, I, I love it, all the different ways he reloads the gun. My favorite one is, I think it's the first one you see when he's shooting the demon thing in the when Jake sees his dad. Yeah. In like the chamber spinning, he just like throws the bullets in, yeah. it's like two at a time or whatever. Yeah. That one. Um. The, in the theater, I had to yell because that one was so cool. Actually, every time <laughs> I watch it, I, I yell. <laughs> it's like oh. Everything is just so cool. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, so yeah, it was. Uh, I've only seen this a handful of times. I've just seen it like two or three it, times. I saw it when it first came out on video, and I watched it like it ended for me about twenty minutes before we got on to this. So. Mm, uh, oh, I, I watched it this morning. I watched it like yeah, I watched it literally just now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Before this um, I, I like it because um, it doesn't really. Uh, <laughs> it feels like, kind of like a '90s action movie where like, <laughs> like it's not like the biggest thing ever is happening. Like in terms of like scale, like action. I, I know the the backstory is yeah. epic, but it, it, it's, it's like all like little fights and there's like special effects, but it's not like yeah. giant things. And it's like. Yeah, it's, it felt very 90s. It's loud and showy, which is yeah. a, basically what all 90s action films were. Yeah. Uh, which is why the like Fast and the Furious movies became so popular as they were, because they just mm. became loud and showy and didn't yeah. really try to get caught up in too much else other than... Uh, I Like, I have no idea with this movie. Like, it's pretty straightforward some of the concepts they don't really talk about too much because mm-hmm. i feel like they expect the people that are watching this movie to sort of understand what the dark tower is in some mm-hmm. ways because they don't really explain the tower like no at I mean, all in the movie. you don't know when you read the book either yeah but well, <laughs> the, he said all, all the explanation point, they explain do, i know what he does where he draws it that's exactly how he explains it just that it holds the universe together and that's pretty much it yeah, I mean, right. I, I mean, obviously, I read them when I went into it, but I feel like they all the little references to the other thing were just kind of world building, where like yeah. just like Star Wars, where they reference yeah. a lot of stuff that you have no idea what they're talking about. I feel like they did a good job of doing that, and 
not making it roll. I mean, like it says on the in the house uh, where Jake finds the portal, it says "All hail the Crimson King," but it's just kind of written there. Yeah, and they don't reference the Crimson King, but in the book, the Crimson King is you know the Emperor. He's he's the guy. Well, I think they also probably really expected this to take off. Oh yes, definitely. Uh, which it did certainly no. did not. I don't even no. think it. Uh, I don't even yeah. remember it making a lot of money. So <laughs> no, I, think, I, I think it bombed big time. Yeah. Uh, well, the problem was, you know, it's weird for Stephen King because everything he's, I think everything he's written has become a movie or something yeah, or a short at least. But and so this many is, of them aren't successes. So no, no, not... no. But I, I just mean that it's funny that everything he does is huge. And the Dark Tower is like his only series, or yeah. was for a long time. Yeah. And most people haven't read it, even like Stephen King people, because it's daunting to see that many books. Yeah. And especially since it was open-ended for 30 years, and he didn't know yeah. when he was going to end it. But yeah. it's just so funny that so many people have read his books, and the Dark yeah. Tower ones, they don't really. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It's never, it was never on my radar. I never really cared. I didn't really I'm like, I, when I look at it, it's like, this is something I don't want to read. I would watch it if this were a thing, but I don't yeah. think I would ever read Well, it. and they did a great job of extracting all the good things and making it a movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, and I was excited to see, I mean, hopefully what they would have done with it, but of course they're not going to. They have a TV show, apparently. Yeah, well, the, like, we can just get right into it, because The Dark Tower has had quite the... It was in developmental hell for so long. It has quite the production yeah. history. Because, uh, like, it originally... Uh, it was originally, like... St- the ball started moving in 2007. Oh. Before the Dark Tower. Back the, when the it wa- was... The Watchmen ruined it. Yeah, back when it was... Uh, it was going to be a J.J. Abrams situation. Oh, yeah? I thought... I remember Ron Howard was going to do it. That, that was... Two, that was after this. Oh. So, it initially started off with... Um, uh... J.J. Abrams, uh, let's see, let's let's look it up here. Mm. Uh, he was atta- he was going to produce and direct it. Uh, mm-hmm. Carlton Cruz and Damon Lindelof were going uh, were going to be, like be working on it too. Mm. Um, I, I mean, I think uh, people really had a hard time trying to figure out how the hell you make this a story. <laughs> like, it, I mean, it, it's a good job doing a standalone because they they destroy that one breaker. And that's just like a fraction of what's going on, but it, but it, they don't really tell you that there's more going on, which is which is really cool. So, I mean, this this will explain what happened with uh, the uh, situation with the J.J. Abrams version of this. Uh, mm. So uh, apparently, they bought it, they optioned it for nineteen dollars. <laughs> oh, that's and Stephen King's thing because, because a, it's Stephen King's number. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and Entertainment Weekly reported that King is an ardent supporter of Lost and trusts Abrams to translate his vision into a film franchise. Oh, uh, with Lindelof <laughs> being uh, the leading candidate to write the screenplay for the first installment. Mm. Uh, and that's when, and I'll, that this is the exact same time that Marvel started putting out the Dark Tower comic books. Uh, yeah. Seven is when this was going on. Those are those are weird because those are in chronological order, and the Dark Tower jumps around like crazy. Yeah. Because um, you know King doesn't know what the hell he's doing either. <laughs> yeah. So by 2008, it was in its early stages of development. Mm-hmm. Uh. J.J. Abrams uh, admitted that the project needs time he does not have because mm. of Lost. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's going to get since, lost in something else. 
Yeah, he wanted to make it a seven-film series, so each book was going to get its own. No way you could do that. The first book doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. In the last Um, scene, (laughs) it's cool, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So they were planning on starting it once Lost finished doing its thing. So basically, just sort of Lost got involved, got in the way of them mm. working on um, this uh, on on their adaption of mm. the Dark Tower. And who knows? I mean, like, it, 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 I I've got a love hate relationship with Abrams in a lot of ways. He <laughs> um, gave us Mission Impossible Three, which is the worst good Mission Impossible, and that's I think the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. You know, His chance to really prove himself was Super 8, and that movie blows. <laughs> I mean, like, um, well, I mean, what was, uh, Star Trek was good. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's the, right. The first Star Trek was good. Second Star Trek wasn't good. No. And um, I, I don't know much about Star Trek, and uh, I'm pretty sure the more I do, the more I'll hate that movie and just figure out that it was just him kind yeah, of doing Star Trek. The first Star Trek is still... Uh, mm. still it's not just a rehash of old Star Trek things? I, I, I mean, it, it, it's it's an origin story, so mm. it is but isn't at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, it is handling it better than the second one does. Where It's the not like one, they just do the scenes but kind of changed. Yeah, it's... Yeah, <laughs> okay, it's, okay, okay. It's, 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 it, it handles the sort of, like, splintered timeline better than... Oh, okay. Because uh, Into Darkness was terrible. Yeah, Rathacon again. Uh, yeah. It's like, hey, how about that scene at the end with Spock and Kirk? What if we make it so it's Spock and not Kirk? Yeah. <laughs> or the other way around or whatever. Yeah, yeah. What, if it's, what if it's Kirk that's dying and Spock has to yell Khan instead? <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and I still really like The Force Awakens. Mm. Um, I, that's a, I just recently went back to all three of those movies and I still enjoy them. They're, I find them far more flawed than, um, you know, any of the Lucas movies, but Mm -hmm. I don't hate them to the extent that the weird internet people hate them. Like the, like nobody hates anything like the internet. Yeah. Weird people hate (laughs) the last Jedi for weird reasons. And weird people hate rise of Skywalker for weird reasons. Mm. And I'm just sitting here like, I, had fun watching these movies. This is a cool <laughs> little, uh, I, yeah. I, the story arcs made sense to me. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't know. It's, it, I mean, I, I, I think, especially with Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> it's very obvious with Rise of Skywalker that J.J. Abrams just probably should have made all three because yeah. he very clearly had an idea in his brain and he wasn't going to give it up come hell or high water. <laughs> and the first like 25 minutes of rise of Skywalker is him like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who, who, who is the director of last Jedi? Uh, uh, what's his face? Ryan, Ryan, R I A N Johnson. Yeah. Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, like Mr. Yeah, Mr. Ryan brick Johnson. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Looper Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like Knives Out. Not a big fan of Ryan mm. Johnson for the most part. I don't think he's particularly uh, the way he makes movies isn't the way I like movies. But um, he doesn't make movies like he plays the banjo. <laughs> I've never heard I, him play, but apparently he plays. But I, I really, really enjoyed Knives Out. I really like that mm. movie. It's a fun little. I've, I've heard it's good, but I've yeah. seen all of his movies except yeah, for the Star Wars one, and I've hated yeah. that. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, I'm mm. not a big fan of Ryan Johnson movies, and even The Last Jedi. Like, I like The Last Jedi. I think it's it, it's this weird. We'll never talk about it because I'll never be able to convince you to watch these movies. <laughs> um, but I, I think my biggest problem with the Ryan Johnson Last Jedi is that it's a really good Star Wars movie. It yeah. does a really good job at sort of doing something different with Star Wars. Unfortunately it's trying to do something different with star Wars in a trilogy and in the middle part of a trilogy. And it's trying to make star Wars something star Wars has never, ever, ever been. Yeah. And that hurts it in the long run. Yeah. Um, I still think it's a great movie. I still think it does a good job of telling the story. It's trying to tell, but it never should have been a part two, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It it just, it just feels short sighted in a lot of ways from, uh, what is Lucasfilm now? So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's still great. I still think it's great, but it, it's, it's a weird part two, especially now more than ever since <laughs> the part three went above and beyond to make sure that part two didn't make much impact <laughs> on everything. So it's, it's, it's weird. Um, but you know what? It's fine. It, Classic it's, it's fine. It's Stephen King move, not knowing where you're going to end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I get a feeling that, Abrams probably did know where he wanted to end, but Ryan Johnson's movie was so out of left field and so different from Star Wars as a whole that, like, anyone else, he probably could have, like, worked around it to Mm -hmm. get to his resolution, but, like, there was no getting around what Ryan Johnson did, and so, you know, he made sort of a chaotic movie for like mm-hmm. its first act. So yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. 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 Well, uh, that's kind of one of the things I was thinking with. So Stephen King didn't know the dark tower where it was going for yeah. 30 years. So kind of going back to the story, like starting it over and knowing where it goes, it yeah. kind of gives you the license to have a totally different take on it because yeah. when you're like, Oh, and you can cut out at least half of the pages. You can really focus on what the actual plot is. Because like I said, the last three books actually have a focus. And uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, of, of course the nerds just want to see what they read already. And yeah, there's, there's uh, no room for interpretation there. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, you know, it, it, there's, there's, there's a lot to be said about like what, what's what's an adaption and what's like what makes a good adaption because like there are some stories that are better off when you follow at least the heart of what a story is much yeah more than something else like you know uh watchman is a almost virtually one-to-one adaption same with sin yeah. city yeah and um i don't think there's any other way to do those I mean, and there were but, short, yeah. self-contained things that could yeah. be. Yeah, exactly. But and like you know, most comic book movies aren't adaptions. No, um, and, and, and most yeah. and books, Dark Tower and, plays plays like yeah. a comic book movie. Yeah, and, and most and most films like aren't like uh, of adaptions of books and stuff aren't adaptions. Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to know like exactly what people are going to want, and when something yeah sort of transcends certain parts of uh pop culture like you know you're gonna have those people that will never like 
anything Lord of the Rings that ever comes out because it's a different thing. You're going to have people like it, it's weird that the Harry Potter stuff was be able to be as successful as it was mm-hmm. because that is a rabid fan base. That is a rabid fan base. That's that, true. Yeah. Um, if anything, like, and the movies came out and for the most part, everyone seemed to appreciate them. Yeah. Yeah. They're they, accepted, all they accepted that they're, they're following the story, but you know, they have to sort of take different trajectories once in a while, but for the most part, yeah. they're following what they're supposed to follow. Yeah. And you know, people's it's, it, that one seems to get, uh, get a pass, but like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like the dark tower, like was never in even like my peripheral up until when the, like, you know, 2000, seven when they were starting to talk about these movies and stuff i didn't know what the dark tower was no i never heard of it until i mean my wife loves stephen king has read everything he's done that's the only time i ever heard about it yeah so like because it's not like it's big it's huge it's this big like thing but it's not like a pop culture thing no it's just like a literary thing which is weird for stephen king because all his stuff is popular yeah everything you know whether you've heard it or seen it stephen king does a really good job at creating content and ideas that yes. can transcend a medium. Mm. Like his books make really good audio stories. His books mm. make good shorts, like short films, mm-hmm. long miniseries, yeah. uh, movies, comic books, what, whatever. They, 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 he does a good job at making things. Like you know, you have things like Creep Show, where it has oh, yeah. like the TV series or the movies and stuff, where they're able to adapt that stuff really easily. Full length fil- feature films. Mini, Matt, several miniseries. Yeah, um, he he loves miniseries. I guess I guess it brought the miniseries back because it was a thing in the seventies. It was a thing in the seventies. It was a major yeah. miniseries were a big popular thing. Yeah, um, and I could see it like because I mean like you know it and Roots and stuff like that were like big mm, television yeah. events and TV. Yeah. Could, it was easier for TV to operate that that way. Yeah, way back then. Because well, and it works out for Stephen King because uh, he's pretty long winded yeah. <laughs> about everything. So he he said he loves to work on the the miniseries format. Yeah, I could see that. It, it it gives you an opportunity to include more of your art into something. Yeah. Oh yeah, and maybe be and be more faithful to what your vision is. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, a lot of people just won't 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 <laughs> like. Like miniseries now, probably an easier sell than it has been in a while because yeah. of the way people consume. Like, yeah. there's so many limited events and yeah, you know, which are cool. So so many things are just miniseries now. Like you know, things like Twenty Four helped bring that back because it was oh, all yeah. like a self-contained thing. Every and season so was addictive. its own thing. <laughs> yeah, and and so it, it, it's and now that things are digital and a lot of stuff kind of comes out at the same time. Yeah, um, like so. This you don't my, have to th- tune in every week. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's you're not tuning in every week, and you're not watching the commercial breaks and stuff. And yeah, um, like some some of those miniseries, like if you go back and watch The Stand, I don't know if you ever saw The Stand miniseries. I saw The Stand not that long ago. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty very, good, and then it it's ends. pretty it's pretty good. It kind of, yeah, it doesn't really end well, but <laughs> no. it feels like a TV show. It has weird yes. act breaks, yeah, and yeah. stuff, and, and it like Gary Sinise, Gary Sinise in it, that's for sure. Um, and like I said earlier, Jamie Sheridan, who is in my fa- one of my favorite TV shows, Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Oh, was uh, it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's weird, and I'm surprised that there isn't more 
Stephen King stuff that you're going to see popping up on like Netflix and stuff mm-hmm. like as like yeah like, like miniseries style. But I guess like what because they did do the um, Hulu one of their first major sort of like uh-huh. original contents was um, the JFK assassination the oh, yeah. assassination thing that they did well, that was from twenty two sixty three yeah that one was like years ago. No, you know, no, Castle yeah. Rock is relatively recent. That's right. That's considered. right. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember anyone watching uh, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a single soul watching that thing. <laughs> I, I'm sure they <laughs> I haven't did. watched. I haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it was like an early Hulu like original mm, production true, yeah. thing. Um, so who knows? I, I yeah. Like, Stephen King's always going to have a new movie coming out. Yep. Uh, I was going to say until the day he dies, but that's not going to stop it. It's going to keep going after he dies. Long uh, yeah, after he dies. There's going to be, there'll be remakes. There'll be, yeah. they'll, they'll be, they'll find short stories that never got published. And <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling he's not going to be like, um, the guy that wrote the like disc world books and stuff. Uh, when he died, they had him crush his hard drive that had all of his unfinished works on it. So none of his unfinished stuff could ever get out there. That's so, cool. <laughs> I got a feeling cool. Stephen King isn't that way. I'm sure there's no. going to be like, I'm sure once he dies, his estate will crack open that safe and be like, all right, what yep. can we do? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll like, bring in some shadow writer to do like tighten up this book, yep. book that he, he's very open to uh artistic interpretation like oh, all yeah. his movie adaptions he loves yeah. them and or for the most part i mean yeah. which is cool because you can believe him when he says he likes it or doesn't like it because he'll tell yeah. you if he doesn't like it but he's open yeah. for like he was open we're, for the dark tower being different and he we're was... doing what we do right now how we always do it with these movies where we've picked a movie from a director or a creator <laughs> and now we're just going to focus on the creator because we're not probably going to come back to a stephen king thing for a while probably not so what? I don't, I don't, probably not. I don't know if there's yeah. any that I that I love. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like, but I don't know if there's any that's my favorite. I mean, I absolutely love Christine. I, oh yes, yes, I do love Christine. I, I love Christine. I love Creep Show. Creep Show is one of my mm, favorite yeah. movies. Yeah. And his segment in Creep Show, yes, absolutely rules. Farmer, uh, the farmer, and that that the line where he cracks open the meteor and the meteor shit. Uh, is a quote I like to use quite oh, yes. quite quite a, quite a lot. Get something on me, and it's like meteor shit. Yeah, uh, love that. Yeah, I, love, uh, um, uh, I thought um, of a Stephen King thing I wanted to bring up. Okay, which is, is about cocaine. Uh, <laughs> it could be. Uh, <laughs> it might be di- indirectly related to cocaine. As is but, most. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he, he people were shitting on the Dark Tower ending with good reason, and he was like, "No, I'm not going to go change." He's like, "That's the ending. There's nothing they can do about it. That's just how it came out." And I'm like, "You created <laughs> this, this. You can do whatever yeah. you want." Yeah. And there's a lot yeah, of writers Stephen, like that. Stephen King, uh, definitely, because you have you have two different types of creators. You have guys like Stephen King where they they will act like this is the story as it just came out of me. I can't yeah. manipulate it in any way. This is how it came out. This is what it is. And then you have guys like George Lucas or Walt Disney who mm-hmm. are like it's never done. Yeah. Like like Walt Disney the biggest the biggest thing he always hated about his movies were like they get out there and that's it. I have to just give it up because I can't go back and change it because he would, which yeah. is what he liked about the concept of Fantasia. And if oh, it wasn't yeah. a failure, Fantasia would have been changed 
constantly. Oh, and that's yeah. what he, that's why Disneyland was such a big thing for him mm-hmm. because he could always do something new. If something yeah. wasn't working, he could take it out and just mm-hmm. replace it with something at any time. There was no commitment to unlike a movie, especially in like, you know, 30s, 40s, where 50s, where especially with a cartoon, there's no like bring it back and fix it. Yeah. There is it's done. It's out there. This is it. I'm not 100% happy with it. I would have changed this, this, and this, <laughs> but I can't. But, like, if Walt Disney were, uh, like, a director today, he would absolutely mm. be in the same boat as, like, George Lucas, where he would be changing his stuff. Yeah. He would, be, he would have used the technology to fix the things that he saw as broken yeah. in his movies and stuff. And so, But, yeah, but Stephen King is definitely the other camp of, nope, this is what it is. It is what it is. I can't do anything about I, it. It's like, I can't question it. I can't yeah. create I can't manipulate it. Yeah. Like, no, you, you're the writer. You could sit back and say. But, I mean, he even jokes about it himself where he has yeah. zero idea how to finish a story. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little fun fact about The Dark Tower that most people don't know about. He is in the book. Yeah, doesn't he play himself in the book? He plays himself in the book, yes. That's something that, that's that's like one thing I knew about the <laughs> Yeah, the, that is definitely poorly. Yeah. yeah, he writes himself as a character of Stephen King in the book. Um, he's They talk to him and he's like writing I the never, books. Yeah. And it's because he's, he's like getting the visions from the, what's actually happening. And they uh, it doesn't good. really need to be there. They meet him in the eighties when he's all coked out, so he has cocaine, and uh, and they tell him to be clean because he has to like finish the story, and that's why he gets clean. And then <laughs> remember, then you know when he got hit by the van, yeah. So that's going to happen. But then one of the main characters, actually Jake, gets hit by the van and dies, <laughs> and so it's him instead of Stephen King. <laughs> So, okay. that happens <laughs> it's not as I remember hearing it being like oh my god and then you read no, it and you're like ah oh, this is bad it's unclear to me like it's weird <laughs> it's unclear to me how Stephen King like goes about his cameos in things because there'll be <laughs> there'll be there'll be movies and stuff where he's in it there'll be movies and stuff where he's not and it's like and it doesn't really seem like it's personal preference it's not it doesn't seem like it's like no I think this is terrible so I'm not going to be in it it just seems like yeah, he doesn't do many cameos. He does a ton of cameos. He, okay. I I, it's not, it's not it, like a Stanley thing where he's in everything. He just yeah. I was looking at a list of it, and there's like mm-hmm. 27 movies that he has like that involve stories of his that he mm. he appears in a lot of his adaptions. But looking at his adaptions, that's not that many. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so what I'm saying. Like, he yeah. appears in so many of them, mm. so it's like I don't know what the like. Which the what the ones is it? They just don't come to him, or are they just like who like, knows? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hey, he's a he's a cool guy though. I always love hearing him talk because he's um he um he, he understands who he is. He understands yeah. what he does. He understands movies are movies, books are books, and he's like you know into music. I remember when um American Idiot by Green Day came out. There's a sticker, and it was like best album of the year, Stephen King. And I'm like, wait, Stephen King? Like, yeah. what? What can I listen to his opinion on music? There was something, uh, yeah, I forget. There was something else that had like a Stephen King quote on it, and that was super weird. And I'm like, of everyone, you're putting Stephen King onto it. I feel like there was like a, like, yeah, because you'll see him, they'll just ask him all sorts of stuff. Like, you'll yeah. see him on the back of books and stuff, like movies that he had nothing to do with. No. Nope. Like, scariest movie of the year, says Stephen King. And you're like, yeah. Okay, yeah, he, he loves rock and roll. He plays the guitar. He loves movies. He loves cool he's movies. Very, he's he's very, not like, Artsy, like you would think, or yeah, whatever. He's very fun on Twitter. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, he absolutely hates Trump with a passion. So, uh, he hates Hillary, too. Yeah. I think he just, I just think he hates the man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steven's fighting the man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he has a cool guitar, and I think it says SK on it or something. Uh, it was one of the, usually uses a, a dust jacket picture yeah. for a few books, and there was yeah. one, and he had this grody mustache, and he was holding a guitar. <laughs> Maybe he said Crimson King on it. I'm not sure. It's funny because uh, I read there's a website called the SCP Foundation, um, and it's basically uh, it's presented as Wikipedia sort of mm. in a sense, but it's 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 creative writing for this fictional um, uh, foundation that uh, SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect, mm. and it is this shadow organization that finds anomalous creatures. And there's like there's no canon. But like every like SCP-132 and SCP-4458 and stuff. But there's like common threads throughout of everything. And one of them is um, the Scarlet King. So mm. which is very, very heavily influenced by that kind of stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. like King. It's it's a combination of like Stephen King multiverse concept that Stephen King has where things are like there's a lot of like weird tie ins and stuff. And mm. and also it's a lot of um, Lovecraft horror oh yeah cosmic horror cosmic horror is great there nobody really plays into it too much these days mm-hmm. but. joe hell stephen king's kid loves loves lovecraft i think yeah. in lock and key it's the name of the town or something yeah there's something going to yeah, reference lock in there and and, uh, yeah joe hill i didn't know joe hill i had uh read lock and key before i ever knew that joe hill was stephen king's yeah. kid uh, <laughs> when you see him you know yeah <laughs> yeah like like I mean, it wasn't all that long ago. I on Shutter they have or, or an AMC as well. I think probably Nos that Nosferatu, um, mm. Nosfor A two, Nosferatu, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a series that was like, and then that was like I was like reading an interview about it. It's like ah oh, shit, that's right, Stephen King's kid. Mm. Yeah, it's just like completely. My, my my wife has read Stephen King forever, and she said Joe Hill's better because uh, he has urgency and he knows how to end a story. <laughs> I like Lock and Key. I, that's a good yeah. comic series. I just saw the I just saw the show and it was really good. I never saw the show. I, I, it was I, good. It's, it's 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 a thing where um, I'm happy with the comic series. Mm. So, it's like, it's good. it's know. kind of a fun kind of. Yeah. It's like light, but it's dark. Still, yeah. you know. I mean, like, like feels, I said, I'm very PG thirteen in a good way. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I'm happy. Like best case scenario, they adapt the comic book series and like, so what? <laughs> so, yeah. You've already seen what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's a comic book. I've seen what, like, it's different when it's like yeah. Marvel or something where it's just like, Oh, it's these big bombastic things where they're like plucking uh, concepts yeah. from another thing. But lock and key is sort of a very specific thing. So, yeah. Like, if like, yeah, if it goes too far away from lock and key, like so what i've read yeah. lock and key it, yeah you can only stroll you can only stray so far from the source material with lock yeah. and key so yeah it's not like batman where you have like 80 years to kind of yeah, draw a little bit yeah. pieces yeah you're at like eight yeah 80 years of content you know marvel yeah. comics is sitting at like 100 years of like nonsense and things you know, yeah so. yeah well i like it when they adapt it when they don't necessarily do it straight up i mean keep the heart of it of course but i like yeah. to see something kind of different i mean like, like you said when it's a very specific story you can't but yeah. with dark tower it was like uh yeah. obviously you can't if you're just gonna ruin it if you try to adapt it and then make it your own then you did a really good job of it it was the only way you could have done it 
So, Successfully. I'm, anyway. I'm looking back at the production woes of uh, woes. this movie. <laughs> yeah, because, cause, okay, so by 2010, so November of 2009. Yeah, pre production woes, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so by, by November of 2009, Abrams and Lindelof sort of walked away from it. They're like, it's too much. And... Focus on their cocaine habit. Yeah, it was like it's it's yeah it's like they really they're, they're such big fans of King that they needed to really dive into his work uh, the only way they he can so yeah no um no November two thousand because they were both fans and like I don't know if we can do it justice they just kind of gave up on it yeah um, I mean it's probably hard to figure out a successful yeah. way to do it. yeah uh, so that's when Universal acquires it um, mm. with Ron Howard and um, it was set up to be a trilogy. Oh yeah. Uh, at a point, became like a mini series. Oh yeah. Uh, Vigo Mortensen and Javier Bardem were in line to play the lead character of oh, yeah. Roland, and uh, let's see, Naomi Harris was going to play Susanna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. She, well, so the <laughs> the books, especially the second one, is all about getting his team. Yeah, and Jake is dead in the book, so he gets this girl, and he gets this dude, and they have their own problems and stuff. And then in the next one, Jake, they get Jake. Then they're the team. Then they can go. Then they can go save the tower. Apparently, yeah. (laughs) So let's see. Oh, geez, in 2014, Aaron Paul stated that he had a conversation with Ron Howard, uh, being to be play the role of Eddie. Eddie, Yeah, he would have been. He would have been a good Eddie. Uh, and Liam Neeson was in the running to be Roland. Oh, yeah, point. I can see that. Uh, but by 2015, uh, Sony picked up the rights to mm-hmm. uh, Dark Tower, and that's where everything sort of started falling into place. Uh, the director, mm-hmm. not he's da- he's a Danish director. Yep, hasn't really done anything. Hasn't done anything since this. No, and everything that he did before this was a foreign film. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that I fully recognized was he was script consultant on the movie Antichrist, uh, <laughs> which, script is, consultant. which is one hell of a movie. Uh, I remember you telling me about was, that. He was uh, set up to be the director of an adaption of the comic book series Fables. Oh. Uh, but I don't think they're making Fables anymore, so... Mm. Uh, because like the comic ended, so they just kind of stopped production of the movie. But like, uh, it would feel like the comic ending would be the best time to get yeah, the movie going. Yeah, but like, Fables is really cool because it's one of those like, uh, it's sort of like almost like a noir-ish sort of mm. series set into the world of like fairy tales and fables. So it's you mm. know, uh, uh, the big bad wolf is like you know. Uh, like a detective mm. and stuff like that, you know, you know, you know, you know, certain characters that, you know, are like, you know, strippers. And yeah. Like, like, it, it, it's slut like, Cinderella. yeah, it's, it, it's kind of like, um, the tune, the concept of Toontown in who framed Roger rabbit. Mm. But, but, you know, it's separate, but like for like this fantasy world. And that would make for a really interesting movie. Yeah. That movie, that movie bright sort of, yeah, kind of similar concept. Yeah, um, but I, it has a very successful video game series uh, called mm. uh, Wolf Among Us. Oh. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I, 
I don't think that movie. I don't think that movie is ever going to happen. And I, this guy, yeah. this director, doesn't really seem to have anything else on the docket. No. So. I think he. I think he learned English so he could read The Dark Tower or something, yeah. or he either learned it so he could read it or learned it through because he's been a, a Dark Tower guy for a while. So, so filming began April of 2016, and the movie came out in January of 2017. So, is. that is a short production yeah, cycle. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, like, like what I was saying about feeling like a kind of like a 90s movie. It's like, it's it's like got this epic um, story, but everything's yeah. kind of told in little corners. Yeah. You know, like how, how movies used to be. Instead of trying to go for the biggest thing ever, that just kind of. Took it slow. Oh, it, just it, was ske- it was scheduled to come out in January of 2017. Oh, no, I think it, it didn't like come out until August. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because yeah. it got, kept getting pushed back because bigger and more successful uh, movies were pushing it out of its way. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the film was pushed back from February to July because uh, Jumanji got its original release date. Oh. Uh, and then it got pushed back again for the Emoji movie. Uh, <laughs> who who would have thought? Yeah. Uh, I remember it was weird on the poster, like Roland's guns had like blue bullets coming out of them. Yeah. Which I don't know if that was just for the poster or if they were going to do it in the movie. But I remember I was like, what's up with those blue bullets? And then nothing ever happened in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> which looked cool. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember That's if there was a preview with it. A one-minute television spot titled Connected Kingdom featured Easter eggs of other Stephen King stories through the interdimensional setting of the titular location, the Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it includes uh, references to The Shining, Christine, Cujo, Misery, Shawshank, Carrie, and It. <laughs> oh, I, I, I missed a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just this weird tr- teaser trailer that came out as promotion. Uh, okay, um, I don't know what they're gonna, if they're still going to do the TV show because the fourth book has a flashback to Roland. Uh, I think it's his like first real thing as a gunslinger when he's like yeah. sixteen or something, and that that's cool because it's like a self-contained story. Yeah. And um, I mean that 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 book is cool. I mean the first hundred pages and the last couple are weird dark tower stuff that I don't even, they go in the wizard of Oz or something. It's really weird. And, but that middle part is actually a story that has a beginning, middle and end. And that's like most people's favorite. A a journey into the public domain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be that all stories like creative stuff have like come from other universes out there. And like, you know, some authors are able to grab them and stuff. Because there's a fight in one of them where they have lightsabers and, like, Harry Potter wands or something. (laughs) And they literally call them that. So, in 2018, after the movie came out, Amazon bought the rights to the Dark Tower. Oh. Uh, It was later confirmed the series would serve as a reboot. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, I remember they weren't sure if uh, Idris was going to be back. It says Sam Strike is being cast as Roland. Sam Strike, uh, I don't know who that is. Um, sounds, sounds like an action star name. Yeah, he's a TV actor. Mm. I did love the Dennis. And mm. I did love that uh, Dennis Haysbert was his dad because it's like, man, who's going to be Idris's dad? Then he saw Haysbert, and you're like, yep, that's the only person that could have done it. Yeah, yeah. Those of us who love Twenty Four and Heat. Oh, he was in that. Oh man, the guy that's in the Allstate playing. commercials. The guy that's playing uh, Roland is uh, was in the 
that movie Leatherface from a few years ago, that weird prequel to mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre where he plays young Leatherface. Not the one with Vigo? No. Or no, no. Yeah, yeah, that was Vigo. Matthew McConaughey is in the Texas Chainsaw Next Generation or something. Next Generation, yes. With Renee Zellweger. Yep. But uh, Vigo's in the Leatherface movie, which is also really bad. <laughs> I don't think there's any good text chance of a sequel. Uh, I don't see Vigo on the cast list. Oh, he's in there. I, 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 we might, you might be. It's just the 2017 Leatherface film. It stars. Uh, no, not that. Not that one. Oh, the, the, about... the one from the 90s, oh, early 90s. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Okay. I'm just talking about Leatherface, the movie called Leatherface. Oh yeah, yeah. I think this one's also called Leatherface, starring Stephen Dorff. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's good. It's got Steven Dorf in it. So, I like yeah, Steven Dorf, but he's just not in good things. Yeah, exactly. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, you don't oh. like Deuces Wild? <laughs> uh, in June 2019, Michael Rooker was cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, in 2020, January of this year, Amazon decided not to move forward with the pilot, but production company MRC is shopping the pilot scripts elsewhere. So Amazon's not going forward with it, but they're still trying to get the movie done. <laughs> Poor Dark Tower just doesn't know. Just can't can't land anywhere. Let's see. Then when uh, it does, it's a, it's a failure. Yeah. Oh, that's not what I want. Now I'm looking at Dark Tower comic books. We do not need to talk about that. No. I don't know anything uh, about those. Let's see. The box office. The, oh, yeah. The, the artwork for the comic book is kind of annoying because it's like, no, I don't have a problem with digital, but it looks digital where it's like everything is perfect looking. Like, yeah, I don't like it. It was like everything was way too smooth. <laughs> I c- couldn't get into that. So, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that's still going. Uh, let's see. So it made $51 million in the United States and Canada and $63 million world. So $113 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. It was released alongside the movie Kidnap, the expansion of the the, the world, the wide expansion of the film Detroit, uh, was projected to gross around twenty million dollars in its opening weekend, but it uh, it made one point eight million on Thursday. <laughs> oh, Thursday, uh, and uh, seven point seven million on its first day. It mm. made it made nineteen point five million dollars uh, that weekend. Mm-hmm. So almost, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and it dethroned Dunkirk. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Dunkirk as the top, at the box office. It was the second lowest gross for a film to finish number one in 2017. <laughs> it dropped it, its second weekend. The film dropped almost sixty percent. Jeez. So it fell off hard. Uh, reviews yeah. were obviously relatively. Uh, bad mm-hmm. sits at a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Fuck uh, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it, it was called, uh, well, it's not Rotten Tomatoes fault that the critics rated it so low. Uh, <laughs> they're just sitting there. They're just sitting there telling you that they rated it low. And that, <laughs> uh, There's Metacrit- number Metacritic has, it has an average of 34 out of a hundred based on 46 critics. Uh, Cinema score, which is the one where they talk to oh, fans yeah. leaving the yeah. movie, has it at a B, which for a movie mm-hmm. is that's almost everything's an A 
like in some way, shape or form, no matter yeah. how bad the movie is. Yeah. Like, you know, like Godzilla was like an A minus or something like it doesn't matter. So B <laughs> is actually pretty, uh, pretty low yeah. for, for, for uh, cinema score stuff. Yeah. Post talk reported uh, filmgoers gave it a overall 69 <laughs> and 43 percent uh gave it a definite recommend so 43 percent of the people that saw the movie said yeah go see this movie mm-hmm. so everyone i talked to uh liked it or i should say most people yeah one guy at work and then i guess my father-in-law didn't like it but i, I used to be able to track what he liked and now i have no <laughs> idea <laughs> i don't know where he's at <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he asked me if you should watch The Godfather Three, and I was like, "Yeah, watch it." And he's like, "Oh, it's not supposed to be good." I'm like, "It's good, just not as good as the other two. I don't understand. Like when you see something like uh, this quote says, "An unholy mess that shouldn't happen to a king, much less a paying customer." And it's like, have you not seen other Stephen King stuff? There is some grade A horse shit out there <laughs> that just have you exists. Seen Red Bull? Yeah, it's like there's so much garbage. Like this, compared to some of the low tier Stephen King stuff, is. <laughs> yeah, like no one told you to pay money to go see it. Yeah, really. Yeah, you don't. You won't deserve anything. <laughs> These nerds yeah. that think they deserve stuff. Uh, a review for on Vox actually uh, praised the movie. Um, that it's disjointed mer- mer- uh, narrative structure. Uh, Sure, but it favored a fast pace over exposition and backstory that gave it a sense of uh, basic wondrous glee that made it feel more like a Stephen King film than any other Stephen King film since Stand By Me. Uh, what? So, <laughs> so like, I'll just say, like, it gave it a... How's that hard to comprehend what they're saying? <laughs> this is a lot of words that were going the long way to make their point. Much like, much like I said the movie wasn't doing yeah, it says it's a, it, it was a disjointed narrative, sure, but it featured, but it favored a fast, its fast-paced action over its exposition and backstory. So it chose to tell the story through its action and pacing, as opposed to just sit down yeah. and explain the story to you. Yeah, and it gave it a sort of basic, wondrous form of glee, which yeah. they say is much more befitting of a Stephen King story and feels mm-hmm. more feels more like a Stephen King storytelling than a lot That's of weird. movies that have come out since then. That's weird because normally Stephen King will stop the story for hundreds of pages to tell some backstory. Yeah, yeah. he uh, there's one of them, um, Father Callahan from Salem's Lot, isn't it? Yeah, and they meet him and they're like, "Oh, what have you been up to since Salem's Lot?" And he's like, "Let me tell you in great detail." Yeah. And it's like seriously a hundred page. The, the, the same <laughs> review. The same reviewer uh, applauded the fact that they. It's like even if it's not like directly doing any of this stuff, they do appreciate that they sort of make reference to the sort of multiverse that is the Stephen King with its yeah. references to other things. And, you well, know, I, like, I felt like they did a really good job of um, making it accessible to an audience and like it, it, doing I, enough to make it a movie and then go on the next one. We'll, we'll go way into it, but like, I, I, like I have to assume there has to be somebody out there who was watching the movie and kind of gave an audible gasp or like, like happy with themselves when they put the connection of the shine to be oh, yeah. related to the shining that yeah. whole situation because it's the same thing like they're, they're using it it's you know there's the tele the telepathic aspect of it that's exactly yeah. there's got to be people out there that when they made that connection it made them sort of like oh yeah that's yeah that's stephen king of course yeah or even not and just hearing shine and just go hey i like the shining <laughs> yeah even though it's the exact same like situation going on yeah. Yeah. I don't, maybe I don't not think- make the 
Yeah, I don't think Jake has the book, the shine in the book. I don't, I don't remember that part. But he is like a born and bred gunslinger, you know, like yeah, he just this, like does, pass all so does the so the, does that exist in the book as a plot point? The shine is that like uh, I don't think I don't think they're getting Jake, but they're they are getting kids. They are getting to, kids to, to do the, That's the like kids. in the last book. That's like this kind of combines like the third book with the last book is <laughs> like the most direct in the I guess the first book too. Just like, yeah, because when Roland's out there in the desert, he can see Walter in the distance, and he's like been yeah. following him for apparently since the ending of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's such a kick to the chode when you read him. Just walk <laughs> right into the beginning, and you're like, so not uh, so you're fucking not gonna end it. <laughs> yeah. And you're just going to start over and not have it. It's an ending in the fact that there's literally no more pages left. That is the only reason that it's an ending. Yeah. Stephen King didn't know how to end it so much that he made it so that the story had to end because he kills off everybody in the most excruciatingly painful, long drawn out emotional (laughs) ever. And they all fucking die. Even the little pet (laughs) gets the terrible death. Oh. And then it just starts over, and you're like, okay, you you would have been better just not ending it <laughs> instead of just like killing off your characters so you literally couldn't keep writing them. Because that was all he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the last there was talk of any sequel was shortly around the time the movie was coming out. So before the movie came out, <laughs> yeah. So uh, unlikely, it had the sequel film had a title ready to go. What was it called? Uh, it was, what did I say? Dark Dark Tower 2, uh, the drawing of the three. Ah, yes. So that's what they were going to call the second movie. Yeah, that's the name of the second book. That, that one is actually good. That's the only one I literally like, actually like. (laughs) I mean, like, not, I mean, it works on its own and it's got some cool stuff in it. There's a, they introduced this thing where like Roland sees doors on the beach and you open them up, and you're like looking through someone's eyes. And then when you walk in, you're like in that guy's head, and he's like, "Yeah, he's talking to him." And there's like, some do, cool stuff. I do like this. In an interview with Collider, King expressed hope for a sequel film in addition to the television series by suggesting it should be R-rated. Have Roland wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, in the book, he's he's wearing a hat the whole time, and his hair's hanging down, and. Obviously, I don't I do think like, you want to have Roland one with like fro hair. Like, I, 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 I love the idea where the hat is very important to Stephen King. He has to say. Uh, it, I mean, people complain about that shit, and you're like, it's a hat. Okay, and I'd rather have the guy it, be a good actor and portray the character as opposed to the hat. And he wanted to include the, the, and he wanted to include the lobstrosities. Yeah, they're just lobsters. Are they more than? Are they just big lobsters? Are they like lobster people? And then they're just no, they're just they're just regular ass lobsters that are poisonous. Okay, I I don't remember if they look any different. They're regular lobster size. Well, Roland is uh, walking on the beach, just (laughs) on his journey, and uh, it's I mean not not a leisurely walk on the beach. He just happens to be, and he he spends the night there, and he wakes up, and he has like a dream that things are pulling him, and then he wakes up, (laughs) and one of the lobstrosities cuts off like three of his fingers. Oh, good. On his right hand. So he can't hold the gun, but you know, obviously he can shoot with the left one just fine. And he's got like this poison going up his arm, and that's a that's a story. See, I don't even know if that's why they put that in this one that he gets poisoned, or if it was just, I mean, you know, just, just a minor reference, kind of, or just something that they wanted to have happen, and yeah. it just happens to kind of be like something. 
I do, I do love that when uh, Rowan goes to New York because he just like can't really say anything without sounding weird. Yeah, he's just such a fish out of water. Yeah, that, that's also in that where um, he drinks pop. It's actually Pepsi in the book. Yeah, and uh, they don't do it in the movie. I mean, they kind of do it, but not exactly. But I loved it in the book because he's like he drinks the Pepsi and he's like, "This is the best thing I've ever had in my life." Because <laughs> he's never had sugar before. Yeah. Uh, uh, twenty seventeen was a weird f- year for films. Uh, yeah. I, oh, that was uh, remember the the theater, um, the newer theater down in Ruston. They, yeah. Uh, the sound was off on their big screen, <laughs> and I would tell them that, and they give me a free ticket. Yeah. And depending on how many people were with me, they would give me that many tickets. Nice. So I saw everything I wanted to do that summer multiple times uh, for free. <laughs> I don't remember. I know we. De- I know we definitely used it once with me and you, and I have no idea what it was for. I think you saw the Mummy. Oh no, maybe you paid for that. I saw this. I saw both Mummy twice. I saw this twice. I know I saw Dunkirk. I saw Wonder Woman. I saw Alien Covenant. Uh, um, <laughs> there's a couple others in there I don't remember what they were uh, so here are the top 10 movies of 2017 number 1 The Last Jedi mm. uh, so it's a good thing I got that Last Jedi talk in already yeah uh, this don't, episode. Don't, don't, don't go to that now. Uh, Beauty and the Beast the live action one mm. uh, which is I think it's a fine movie mm. uh, Fate of the Furious <laughs> a fantastic movie Despicable Me 3 which I have never seen nope uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which is that, great. Surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I loved. Uh, Wolf Warrior 2. What? I, what, it, what, what the hell is Wolf Warrior? Oh, it's that. Okay. So this there was a, th- there's this, every once in a while, a Chinese movie sort of permeates North America uh. that, right now because China is pumping in a lot of money into movies and making some of the biggest budget films in the mm. world and every once in a while it's just one of those things that make its way here and this is mm. one of those films it uh it stars uh selena jade frank grillo <laughs> so mm. i remember this movie i did not see it i wanted to see it because it looked cool because it's just one of those big loud chinese action films yeah um special ops kind of nonsense so yeah mm. that's that's that 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 outgrossed guardians of the galaxy 2 which is number eight <laughs> never thor, even heard of this never even heard of that movie <laughs> yeah thor ragnarok and wonder woman so those are the top 10 movies of 2017 you get about three non-disney movies on there uh let, let's see you've got one, two, three, four Disney movies. Five if you include the joint operation with Sony and Disney for Spider-Man, but it's mostly yeah. a Sony movie. So yeah. two, so four Disney, two Universal, two Sony, one Warner Brothers, and a United Entertainment film, mm. uh, uh, which was that Wolf Warrior 2. Mm. Um, but also uh, you have some... Uh, other because I think Justice League was 2017, wasn't it? Mm, I think it was the next year. Well, shit, I don't know. Okay, because I think it came out the same, shortly after Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, I don't know. they do those movies so ass backwards. I can't keep up with them. Yeah, so yeah, Wonder Woman was good. I don't know what, what else you said. There was something else I saw in there. I think Justice, I saw Justice League came out in October of that same year. So <laughs> Did <they> really? <laughs> didn't even make the top ten of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because Wonder Woman was such a hit. You think uh, like people would have gone for that? Yeah, I just think uh, I, keep in mind that also you had a new Star Wars movie 
and two huge uh, and two huge Marvel movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So the, the people's already limited time is ca- caught up in like, well, I'm I'm committed more to the Marvel stuff than I am to yeah. DC stuff. Like, yeah, I definitely want to see this. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to see if I'm going to see because people. If it weren't for Wonder Woman, there'd be no movie where the general public liked from the DC uh, expanded universe. Until, um, until Aquaman. Uh, t- yeah. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> I, Aquaman is, is, is like 60-40. Most people mm-hmm. really don't like the movie, but sort That's of have good. fun with it because it's a silly movie. So people the, the, only, of... the only movie I ever walked out of in the theater. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a free ticket, so... Uh, and I had better things to do. It wasn't that yeah. bad. I just I didn't have time for it. <laughs> Let's see what else came out this year. It's I finished my something. popcorn. Yeah. Uh, another Underworld movie came out that year. <laughs> just pump those under the radar and they just yeah. kind of keep coming out. Oh, The Bye Bye Man came out. <laughs> One of the situations where you get this uh, hot chick married to the director and they're yeah. just kind of kind of obligated to keep making their husband's shitty movies like with yeah. Resident Evil. Red, like the Resident Evil franchise just yeah. exists solely so she has a career. <laughs> uh, Split came out this year. I love Split. I haven't uh, seen that. Triple uh, X, The Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> Is that the one with Oh, where, Xander that's Cage. The one, that's the one where Vin Diesel comes back. Not the one, not the one with Ice Cube. No, no, no. That, uh, movie's, big, that movie's ridiculous. The Big Sick came out this year. That was a great movie. I like that movie. Yeah, that. Uh, uh, Ice Cube's one of those funny actors where he's just kind of a kid playing. Like, he's not really taking it too seriously. He just This is his way to play with guns. Speaking, <laughs> and he's yeah. clearly just having fun. Uh, speaking of the devil, Resident Evil, the final chapter, did come out the same year. <laughs> Uh, was it actually the final chapter? I think so because I don't think there's been one since then. Oh yeah, <laughs> and they're trying to get it rebooted. It would be cool to have it come back as an actual zombie franchise. Oh yeah, um, it'd be fun. There's a lot. There's a lot of meat on the Resident Evil bones that they never, ever ha- touched an ounce of in the oh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, the cool thing about Resident Evil was. It's sort of the original game's location was really cool because it's oh, like yeah. they find themselves in a mansion, and as they keep sort of exploring the mansion that's infested with zombies, they learn that there's more to the mansion than that. It's also uh, yeah. it's also cover for a um, biochemical corporation that has like military contracts. Oh yeah. So underneath the mansion is a laboratory where they've accidentally created a virus that got unleashed in the mansion that turned everything into zombies. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's a cool idea of like a oh, special yeah. a special ops team slowly descending into this, you know, madness. So mm. But they never did that with the Resident Evil stuff. They kind of vaguely did it at the very beginning of the first yeah. one, but it wasn't like they knew it was the they knew they were going into the umbrella facility. They, they yeah. wasn't like they didn't realize they stumbled upon an umbrella facility. So that movie was ridiculous. Yeah. I've seen oh. them all. Haven't missed the one because <laughs> you can end up getting them for like two dollars eventually. Mm. And they're kind of well worth to see the absurdity of them. And <laughs> how the funniest thing about the franchise is that it does not care about its own continuity keep in mind it's not like it's not like the directors change they're all ws anderson films um and each one like oh this movie ended this way and then you get to the next one and it's like wait a minute i thought this ha-. it's like eh, whatever just yeah whatever cares? keep going it doesn't matter but i thought that this character was nope 
screw it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I always think of um, Austin Powers too, which which I don't like. But um, there's some funny bits in there, of course. And there's a uh, he's in the time traveling car, yeah. And he's and he's like, wait, if I go back there and I'm this, won't this happen? And he's like, I don't know. We haven't put that put that much thought into it. And he looks into yeah. the camera and he's like, and neither should you. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, let's see, Lego Batman movie came out this year. Oh uh, yeah, John Wick Chapter Two. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just the beginning. Yeah. Uh, a Cure for Wellness came out. Oh, I love that did movie. You see? I don't I love did. that. I, love I don't love that movie. What I love about that movie is that no movie looks like that movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is gross. It is yeah. as it is very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Uh the plot is complete nonsense, but um <laughs> It has such it is it is such an aesthetic movie that mm. I have watched it a couple of times because oh. of how just it it knew what it wanted to be in terms of visuals and I it works that way. Yeah, it was uh, I was like Gore Vermeniski because he did The Ring and then well, yeah. all the pirates or three of the pirates and the yeah. first one the, first the good pirates. Good. <laughs> yeah, and I was always kind of waiting. Yeah, I was kind of waiting. Well, even that's up for debate. But I was yeah. uh, waiting for him to do some non-pirate one things. Of coo- one, one of the coolest, uh, the Davy Jones character from yeah, the cool. third one. One of the Second best one. CG characters I've ever seen in my life. Very cool. Looking. It is so incredible looking. Yeah, he's very and cool. It, it, they they thread the needle perfectly of looking realistic and impossible. So yeah. it's such a good character, and yeah, and, he's and so like, cool again. and like the 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 sort of ticks and stuff that he has are so mm. perfect. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What he was very cool. Get Out came out this year, which I loved, uh, which most people did. I like uh, Get Out. I don't love it, but Logan, <laughs> I like it. I do like Lo- it. Logan came out. Mm. Uh, Kong Skull Island came out. Yeah. I fucking love Kong Skull Island. It's of all of the Godzilla movies, it's the one good one. So, <laughs> <laughs> Baby Driver, Train Spotting Two. Oh yeah, they did make that. The Power Rangers movie came out. I, I'm one of the few people that liked that movie. I, uh, I, I want to see. It. I, I never liked Power Rangers growing up, but um, yeah. I do want to uh, see it. The live action Ghost in the Shell came out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Surfs, surfs, Smurfs movie. <laughs> oh, Aftermath when Ar- with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I saw uh, that. I, I saw some of it because it was so stupid. But uh... One of my favorite animated <laughs> films of all time came out this year. Uh, a, an anime called Your Name, which even if you're not an anime fan, I highly recommend. It's a very, very, very good animated film. <laughs> Fate of the Furious, Lost City of Z. Oh, that Charlie Hume, um, he cannot keep an accent. No, <laughs> I, I, I read The Lost City of Z, oh. so I don't need to see the dramatized movie version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So. Let's see, so, anything else really like The Circle that Tom Hanks, Emma Watson. Uh, it's on Netflix. I was like, should I watch it? It does have Tom Hanks and Emma Watson, but it looked really, really bad. Yeah, it's actually a great cast. Uh, Tom Hanks, yeah. Emma Watson, John Boyega, Karen yeah. Gillian, Bill Paxton, Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paxton. Love Paxton. I remember after Twister, everybody hated Paxton. 
And I was like, well, I love Paxton. I watched uh, The Terminator a little bit ago and yeah. uh, I to see Bill Paxton in that little role. And yeah. and and the bad guy bounty hunter from X Files, yeah, uh, Alien Covenant, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Oh god, Alien See, Covenant! Alien Covenant, Alien Covenant, uh, really had some bad luck because the very next day it came, it came out, and the very next day Guardians of the Galaxy Volume two came out, and there was no way it was gonna survive that. Well, and the fact that it sucked. <laughs> I think it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's a I, shitty, shitty, shitty Prometheus sequel, but yeah. it's. Fine it's, if you, if you like Alien Three. Yeah, if yeah, if you're if if you like Alien Three, it's great. If you liked Prometheus, it's terrible because yeah. you were you were sold some goods that they never delivered. Uh, so. No, they just gave in to the fucking stupid ass nerds on the internet and gave them what they wanted, and then they still hated it. No, you know why? The- because the nerds don't know what they want. Yeah. Never you have to list- tell them what they want. I, I, one thing, I don't think fanboys should make the movies, no. movie adaptions, and I don't think you should listen to them about what they want. So. <laughs> no, because if they hate it, and then six months later they watch it again, they'll, then they'll love it. Just like what happened with Prometheus. Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean actually did have its last movie come out in 2017. Oh, I don't even know what they were. I, I think I Deadwood. saw the fourth one, and that one was really stupid. The one with um, Swearingen from Deadwood. <laughs> Ian McShane. Yeah, uh, this one stupid. is this one is Dead Men Tell No Tales. It is the one with Javier Bardem as the villain. Ah, uh, yes. King Arthur movie came out this year by Guy Ritchie. Okay. Oh, <laughs> also starring Charlie, whatever. Hume. Hume. I stay I stay away from Guy Ritchie. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, geez, The Wall came out. That's a John Cena oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> I do want to see it because I like the director, but um. um I always yeah. see it on Amazon. I'm like, uh, not today. Yeah, it's not great. I I was disappointed in it. Yeah, John Cena kind of can't act. <laughs> I liked him a lot in Bumblebee, but that's really sort of the extent of. I like him, but he can't act. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like a great guy. <laughs> uh, let's see. The, like the Rock. There's... The Rock isn't the best actor, but he's good enough. I don't know. He's in some really. He's great in. The in a lot of stuff that I've seen him in. I mm. love him in the Jumanji movies. He's really good in those. I, I, I think The Rock knows what his limitations are and he his... and he works within them because and that yeah, and no I mean, he's good. I don't him... mean the best actor as in you're not gonna see him doing King Lee or anything, but he can do Jumanji. Him doing Danny DeVito in uh Oh yeah, that's right. I haven't Jumanji I that two is so good. I do want to see that. Uh, the Mummy, which is a movie we both enjoyed that absolutely nobody else <laughs> on the planet seemed to enjoy. No, nobody. Yeah. Except for uh, my wife. Yeah. <laughs> she loved it. She fucking loved it like we did. Yeah, I watched, I watched it uh, not too long ago, and I was yeah. actually it was the first uh, 4K movie I watched on my 4K TV, and I was like, <laughs> maybe this isn't going to be as good as I remember. And I'm like, nope, it, it might even be better than I remember. <laughs> I get it. I get that people really like adventure movies and that those 90s ones really resonated with people when they came out. But that's not what The Mummy was. And Well, if you watch those movies now, they're not very good. They're pretty uh, easy. I think the first one is still good. Mm-hmm. The second one is, is... So that was bad then. That was bad. Yeah, it's horse apples. Uh, yeah, that was, the, that was bad even when yeah. I was 12. The, and and it's, it's hilarious to watch it now and like... The CG for The Rock as the Scorpion King was already bad, but like somehow it's like it's like it was bad then, and I can't even imagine (laughs) seeing it now is one of the 
funniest things <laughs> on the planet. It is one of the funniest movie moments of all time. That big reveal <laughs> of the Scorpion King. And yeah, I will say that the Scorpion King is one of my favorite bad movies. That's yeah. got some great, great lines yeah. in it. Like it, the it, rock with the, the bow and arrow, and he's like, yeah. catch this, and then he shoots the guy. And A funny thing about the Scorpion King uh, that is for a very limited group of people, the toy line that went to the Scorpion King mm. was done by the people that were making the wrestling action figures at the same time. Mm. So they would just reuse the rock figures that they were doing and like repurpose them. And like to the point where they just made like a two pack of like the Scorpion King and the rock. And so it was basically like you're getting two rock figures, except that this one has the Scorpion King like armor and swords. And the other one is just him as a wrestler. And it was the mm. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, they, had, they had that ready to go. They had a spinoff and everything. I think there was a straight to video sequel too. For the oh, they didn't. Game. They didn't stop. I, I there was one very recently. I think too. <laughs> well, that movie though has some funny ass shit in it. Cars three came out this year. Another terrible movie. <laughs> I saw the first one, which also sucked, and then didn't yeah. see any of any yeah. of the others. I saw one and two. One's just kind of a one is one is inoffensive. It is definitely mm. it, it. It sort of breaks what a good Disney. And Pixar movie is where yeah. a good Disney and Pixar movie is not a kids movie. Yeah, it's, it's just a, a, a it's drama just, that's animated. <laughs> it's just an it's just a movie. Yeah, Cars yeah. is a kids movie. Yeah, yeah, and totally. it's inoffensive. It, 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 the plot for the first one's fine. Yeah, um, but it is a kids movie, and it doesn't do anything to really. P- pander towards adults, except for like the weird like tramp stamp jokes and stuff that are in it. <laughs> But like, other than that, like, and, and they just got worse as they went along. Like, well, that was, and that was the first bad Pixar movie too. Yeah, yeah. Because um, for a while there, you're like, God, are they ever going to make a bad movie? And they're like, Yeah, oh, they did. Nope, and nope, then many more were to follow. Yeah, and 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 Cars one wasn't even necessarily bad. No, think, it was just. I think Cars yeah. two is when it was like, oh, this is genuinely <laughs> terrible. This is oh, a yeah. bad movie. Yeah, Cars was um, just like yeah. what? A uh, book of. Book of Henry uh, came out uh, this oh, year, yeah. which is one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Uh, I've never seen it. Is it bad? Yes. As it's about a, a little boy that's too smart for his own good. Mm-hmm. And the plot... Grows like, up he, to be a serial killer? No. Well, <laughs> he doesn't grow up. He dies in the movie. Uh, like, well, I wanted like, to see that. It's like, <laughs> there becomes a plot point where it's like, so, like, his friend and neighbor is being abused by her dad and stuff. So he sort of comes up with a plot to kill him. But, like, oh. he dies of cancer. So he's before, dead. And the before mo- the murder happens. Before the murder. But, but so, like, but it's like he knew that. And so his mom is, like, in the during the whole grieving process, like, finds his journals and is going through this whole situation. Like, she finds the journals of how he was going to kill the dad and everything. And, like, there's this whole thing. It, it, it's it's absolutely bonkers. That sounds, that sounds crazy. And it's Colin Trevorrow. So, yeah. His, uh, his, his first movie was actually good. I actually saw it take place in... Um, what was his first movie? It's called uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Where yes, the guy yes, time travel. Yes, yes. And they shot it in uh, Ocean Shores around yeah. there. And I watched it when I was down there once, and it was cool because it was like places we'd gone. But it was actually a surprisingly a good movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then uh, they did Jurassic World, which which is good. I mean, yeah, not I, not the best thing, but it's uh, yeah. it is good though. Yeah, I, I'm perfectly fine with Jurassic World. I, yeah, I, no, I, I watched it again after having that opinion. I watched it again, and uh, kind of reminded me just what my initial reaction was, which was, yeah, yeah there's a couple dumb things, but overall, it's, it's yeah. very, very good. I think it's okay to be dumb once in a while. Uh, <laughs> just the end for me is what sucked. Yeah. Other than that, that was fine. It was, it was, it was good. It was, and, they, and they, and they knew the the heart of Jurassic Park, and they did it. They got yeah. the theme of it, and then in the end, they just kind of couldn't help themselves. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All Eyes on Me came out. Transformers. I always, I, I always love it and shit like that when people get mad that she's running in high heels and you're like, yeah. you realize that's a fucking dinosaur, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you're, you're getting you're getting hung up on the fact that she's running in high heels and you're accepting that there's a goddamn dinosaur yeah. running down there. Like, uh, okay, look, look, look at this stuff, people. <laughs> uh, Transformers The Last Night came out this year. Oh, that one. That, the opening scene of that is the coolest thing. It is, it is, it is both the coolest and single most stupid thing, and I adore it. Yeah. So, so Medieval so, Transformers. So everyone, in case you haven't seen Transformers the last night, because why would you? I don't think anyone actually did. Um, it starts off basically saying that the Knights of the Round Table were real. Merlin yeah. was real. His magic staff was Transformers tech, and yeah. the dragons were just Transformers. Yeah. So, and uh, for for major uh, Transformers heads out there, uh, we all know um, um, that the major uh, villain is uh, you know the planet. Uh, <laughs> that's the name is escaping me now. Cybertron. Um, no, not Cybertron. Um, Oh, my, oh! People are gonna be pissed at me for forgetting it right now. Um, people are acting like someone's listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna kill me. I, I, I do love that movie because it's yeah. so fucking crazy. Unicron. 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 That's the movie's so fucking nuts. Yeah. Like it switches between three different aspect ratios yeah. for some reason. Like you thought it was yes. annoying in the Dark Knight. This is really yeah. annoying. Yeah, no, the, 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 the big bad of, like, the Transformers animated film is Unicron. It is a planet-devouring planet. Mm. That plays the major plot point in The Last Night. And the, right. the final, the finale of the movie shows that Earth was Unicron all along. <laughs> I love it because part of Cybertron comes. I think they try to do what they did in the movie before it, where they try to bring Cybertron there and then like, but they stop it. And there's, so there's like, chunks I don't think of the it's, planet. I think it's supposed to be Unicron. I don't think it's Cybertron. Uh, I think okay, it's okay. Unicron. And there's like but, chunks of the planet and they're like on earth jumping on bits of this floating planet. And it's yeah. just, it is so crazy. Yeah, and then it turns out Earth was actually Unicron the whole time because they find the big horn out in the desert. Mm. So, so that yeah. was fun. Uh, well, the last night. Yeah, the last night, uh, and then they made. Yeah, then they went on. Oh, that one has Anthony Hopkins being funny in it, which it is. At it's that weird. Time we didn't know Anthony Hopkins was funny. Yeah. No, he's all yeah. over the the tweeters and YouTubes, and he's hilarious. Yeah. Turns out, turns out Anthony Hopkins, really funny dude, who yeah. doesn't take himself seriously in <laughs> no. the very slightest. No. <laughs> We, we kind of knew that, though, when he preferred to be called Tony. Tony. <laughs> and not Sir Anthony. Hopkins versus Hoskins. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was our joke. Yeah. Our, our joke was Bob Hoskins and Anthony Hopkins argued for who the greatest actor in the world was. Not yeah. only argued, but Mortal Kombat battled to yeah. try to take the other one yeah. out. So damn clever. <laughs> 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 
I don't even want to go into those stories. Yeah, yeah that's that's a whole separate thing on its own. There's, there's anyways, way more to that. Yeah, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes came out. Oh yeah, that one was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I've only saw it the one time, and I really like, especially the one before it. And the first one was good too, but it was kind of a kind of a underwhelming. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just kind of like eh. the Woody Harrelson one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if they touch Maurice, I am walking out of this theater yeah. right now, and they did not. Okay. Uh, Dunkirk came out. Oh, I did not like Dunkirk. Uh, I never saw Dunkirk because I think I've said it before on here. I just don't like watching World War II movies because I just like World War II. Like, I'd rather watch anything that's real. Uh, when they so. take and they they kind of go the opposite route of the real story, here's, and it makes it a less interesting story. <laughs> here's another movie that is one of those me and you love it, or uh, but uh, very very few other people <laughs> on the planet love it, and that's uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand. Planets. Oh God, I love that movie. It is. It is somebody to learned all of the lessons from episode one and made yep. a movie. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, that movie is fucking killer. I, yeah. I like that movie a lot. It I, is, love, I love Dane DeHaan as a leading man. Cause he's so not a leading man that it's, yeah. it's it makes it good. I mean, he's good. He's just yeah. seems like he doesn't really care. A rare <laughs> his voice, his voice, I guess. A rare Rihanna <laughs> movie. Oh yeah, she was good in that though. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't think she would be, and she was. Like Rutger Hauer's in it. <laughs> it's weird. It's such a it's such a big movie, but also small movie. It's yeah. this weird thing. It's got so much style. It focuses a lot yeah. on the concept of what Valerian is without yeah. really do- without doing anything with it. Like it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, it's just cool. Most people yeah. can't don't have the. Um, Self-controlled or not, yeah. touch everything. Oh, Clive Owen's in it. Yeah, a very rare Clive Owen movie in 20, 2017. Yeah. Uh, Atomic Blonde came out, which was not good. I like the preview. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I saw I it a lot because hoping... I, I think it was on The Mummy and um, Dark Tower, yeah. so I saw the preview a lot. Yeah. I was like, well, that lesbian scene looks pretty hot, but I don't know if I'd want to see the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sort of made it, because John Wick was so hot. And yeah. the second one had come out this year, and it was like, oh, so they're going into like a, the woman version of John, and it wasn't really that. It was mm. disappointing. Yeah. Emoji movie came out, which is terrible. <laughs> what? I thought that was going to be good. Uh, uh, an inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power, by Al Gore. Nobody cared about Al Gore anymore. Yeah. Let's see. Kidnap and Annabelle. Another Annabelle movie came out. Oh God! The the, the Conjuring movies. I, I have no. I, I have no concept of how many there are. <laughs> uh, they're just nonstop. Them. There's there's like every other year. There's like another Annabelle or Annabelle adjacent film. Oh like, yeah, like The Boy or whatever. Oh like, yeah, like, like with Saw. I was like, I like that it took Saw like eight years to took and it took <laughs> took Saw eight years to do what Star Wars did in twenty years. <laughs> Uh, Good Time came out, which I love. Oh, Good Time. That one's on my list. That's, that's with uh, Robert Pattinson. That's the movie yeah. where when they announced Robert Pattinson as Batman, I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. Because that movie rules. It is the... Um, uh, I forget I forget who the brothers are, but it's the people that also did Uncut Gems. Mm. Um, I, I was always... Um, soft, I, I was always supporting Pattinson. Even yeah. in the Twilight movies, I was like, God, it sucks because he's really good, but he's only yeah. going to be known for these movies. Yeah. No, Good Time and... What's the other one? Cosmopolitan or Cosmopolis? Cosmopolis? Mm, Cosmopolitan? I think, a, I, think, I think a mix of those. Cosmopolis is that Francis Ford Coppola movie that he's never going to make. Yeah. 
that he teases all the time. Yeah, but like, and that's a good one too. He's Cosmos. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. I th- Cosmos. I think uh, now it's not. A, yeah. I don't know. I, I stayed away from that one because it was a Cronenberg movie, but I don't really like Cronenberg. But yeah, we'll see. I like some Cronenberg. Yes, yeah, some. I like. Not, I like. You know, I really. He's not I, head full of his ass. I, I I still really like the fly. Oh yeah, I don't like fly. And I really like scanners. Mm, oh, early, early current. Remember when he said that the Dark Knight Rises wasn't any good because it wasn't supreme art cinema? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? Oh, I didn't, oh, uh, history oh, of Logan Alex is Lucky. good. Really, Eastern I, Promises I did not like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Logan Lucky came out. I liked. That was a mm. Soderbergh movie. Yeah, um, that was fun. That was a fun little heist movie. Mm. Uh, I saw that preview a lot too. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. Um, mm. Hitman's Bodyguard, which I also saw. With Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson, and they're making a sequel. <laughs> There's a sequel coming out like this year, or next year. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, Sam Jackson's like he's <laughs> like mid seventies. Yeah. <laughs> Remember finding out he was like my dad's age, and I was like, yeah. "What? I didn't know Sam Jackson was that old." Lady Bird came out this year. I liked that movie. I haven't seen it. It came out. Speaking unless, of, unless, unless the plot of the movie is somebody trying to kill somebody, I don't really care. Not, not that's not true. That that is what grabs me. Even though there's plenty of movies where they don't kill e- kill each other, and I usually don't go out of my way for them, but when I yeah. see certain movies, I like them, even if they if they're not the ones that grab my immediate attention. Yeah, no, I really like Lady Bird. Uh, if someone's not going to kill somebody, it's just not worth telling. It came out this. <laughs> it came out this year. Speaking of uh, yeah. King, uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, which I really liked. I, know, man. I, I did watch uh, Frost Nixon had Sam Rockwell, and I was like, I miss Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. I, I haven't seen him yeah, in a while. Yeah. There was a while when he was in fucking everything. Yeah, it seemed like Sam Rockwell was going to be a thing, and then it's like, oh, he was going to be the new Tom Hanks. Yeah, <laughs> I like. Uh, I love Galaxy Quest. So, oh, yeah, especially him in that. His character is the best character in Galaxy Quest. Guy, guy. <laughs> Uh, I, t- I Tanya came out, which is also very good. I liked I Tanya. Uh, yeah, I'd that. that was a fun way of doing that story. Mm. Made it a little bombastic. It was kind of fun. Nine Eleven. That was not with Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. It's like it sounds like a really serious movie with a really shitty cast. Mother came out. Jesus. Oh Jesus yeah, that movie. It. That movie yeah. is. Aronofsky's got his head so far up his ass he's eating it. I would have loved to have seen his Wolverine movie, but uh, Kingsman 2 came out, which I didn't. Oh, God, that was bad. Did you see it? I, yeah, I did oh, not. Yeah, okay. like The only thing, the only thing I liked about that movie was Elton John. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only, oh, God, that, that, everything that made the first movie good was what made this movie bad. Yeah. They doubled down on the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, what made the first one good? It was like yeah. the joke about having anal sex at the end of the first one, which was weird and not funny, yeah. is like what this movie was. Yeah. Like, let's just do a lot more of that. I hope that I because they just released a trailer for the prequel again because it's about because it's about time for the oh movie. yeah, and so I hope that it's closer in tone because it is a prequel. It takes place, you know, before. Yeah. You got Eggsy involved and all that stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeepers Creepers 3 came out, in case you didn't realize that was still a franchise that existed. Is that director a pedophile or something? I, I don't know. I've never really delved too deep into it. One of my Jeepers friends Creepers. Yeah. Jeepers Creepers, with the, where the main villain is a zombie fisherman. 
American Made came out, which I did enjoy. Oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah. That was another Doug Lyman, like the yeah. wall was. Yeah. What? Well, uh, yeah. Another well, Tom got, Cruise. Another Tom. Tom Cruise Tom knocks Cruise. out the park again. Blade Runner twenty forty nine came out this year, which I, I don't. Really I don't know what the hell the studio thought. They thought that was going to be like this like mega blockbuster, and yeah, they didn't really just, realize that Blade Runner is really fans. big to a small number of people. Yeah, Blade. Yeah, Blade Runner wasn't a big movie. No, never. Uh, it's a big movie, sort of in hindsight. The people that love it love it, but the people that don't like this is it. Like, yeah, it was just a, yeah. They 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 really put a lot into it for really when they shouldn't have. But I'm it was glad like they did what they did with Watchmen, where they just thought it was going to be this, this fucking huge movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean no. I was I I was uh, hesitant with the Blade Runner sequel, oh, yeah. Yeah. and because uh, so many movies make those thirty year old, twenty year old sequels that are just kind of them trying to rehash yeah. the first one, and I thought they were just going to dangle Harrison Ford out there like they do yeah. in so many of these, yeah. they, and uh, and it, no, it was really fucking good. They understood Blade Runner. They yeah. had the point of it. It was a story worth telling. They continued yeah. it. They advanced it. Harrison Ford made sense to be in that movie, and yeah. uh, the it was way really the, the way the road led to Harrison Ford yes. made sense. They didn't it just did. introduce Harrison Ford. It's just sort of the story just sort of naturally flows yes. to I need to get to Harrison Ford. Yeah. As opposed to Harrison Ford kind of always being there or being because like like Harrison Ford like almost wasn't even necessary. It's just his investigation found his way there. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it was great. It's it's the exact way one of these like it's been thirty years, what's the story? Yeah. And it's a story that takes place thirty years after Blade Runner. Yeah. It's just same universe, nothing's really changed. No. Um uh, and here you go. Like the the racism part of Blade Runner still exists in there. And, yeah. And More a lot of stuff has happened in between, which is really cool yeah. too. Yeah, a lot of stuff has happened that you only sort of pick up on through context, and it's great. Yeah, um, it's it, they do the same way. Uh, another great example of that is what they did with the Tron movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that that's the follow up to Tr- Tron Legacy was a brilliant follow up to. It, it does exactly yeah. the same thing. It, you know, the character, the, the Flynn character is more important to the plot. Mm-hmm. than it is in here but it plays more naturally yeah yeah yeah. it makes um, sense i mean it it's his son so it yeah. makes sense well in uh blade runner i was like yeah it looks stupid ryan gosling sucks because yeah, i hadn't yeah. seen him in anything good yet yeah. and um in the director i saw arrival and i did not like arrival yeah, and was- then i saw prisoners which knocked my socks off and then i was like <laughs> hmm maybe i will go see blade runner and i did and i was like holy shit this is really good this guy understood it and it wasn't trying to be blade runner it was blade runner Thor Ragnarok came out this year, which is one of my absolute favorite of the MCU mm. movies. It is so I love Taika Waititi. Mm. Uh, so and he is both the director and has a good role in it. And uh, like I love what we do in the shadows. I want to see it. Uh, it's it's got two of my favorite people in it, which is Craig Robinson from yeah. The Office, yeah. and uh, I don't know his real name, but uh, he plays Nate in The Office. He's the guy. Yeah, the bald guy who looks like me, kind of, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and he he did the the yo yo guy, yeah. the yo yoist, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know his name, but he's on it too. And I was like, in Jermaine, and I was Jermaine. like, oh, God, I gotta watch yeah. the show. It's got all my favorite guys in it. Yeah, like the movie's great. The show is fantastic. I mm. uh, love it. And, and Taika Waititi did a couple of uh, episodes of Flight of the Concords. Mm. A couple of my favorite ones. Uh, I love the episode. It's the episode where Brett buys the the cup. <laughs> and that's one of his episodes and i love that <laughs> buying the cup was too much for them to just go on those 2.99 spending spree or yeah. whatever yeah. he does 
Yeah. They have one cup and they have certain hours where it's that guy's or that guy's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Happy Happy Death Day came out, which is a really... That movie is not what the trailers make it out to be. Mm. And the sequel... <laughs> the sequel sort of caught up on that and sort of uh, played into the fact that it's like... It's mm. a sequel to Happy Death Day, but it really was... Like, Happy Death Day was a dark comedy Mm. Uh, time travel movie so yeah uh, it, it really is it, it, it it's it is you know groundhog day but yeah. as, as a slasher and there's some twisty stuff in there and it's great mm. uh the foreigner i don't know if you ever saw the Foreigner. i did the foreigner I was like awesome the foreigner a foreigner lot was jackie, really good. jackie chan and james bond yep and charlie Pierce, murphy Pierce. <laughs> charlie murphy's in it I don't think it's the same Charlie Murphy. Okay. I was like, I don't remember Charlie Murphy. Yeah, it's, the, it's the Irish Charlie He's like, hey, Jackie, Murphy. you gotta go yeah. kill them. It's the, it's the Irish Charlie Murphy. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that movie was awesome. That movie was uh, very, very good. Yeah, I like I like that one a lot. Let's see. Yeah. Coco came out. That's a great Disney Pixar movie. Like, about the gorilla? <laughs> no, it's the Day of the Dead movie. The, the, the ah, yes, 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 yes. Uh, Geostorm. Oh god, I still want to see that. I've seen Geostorm. It's <laughs> Is it as bad as it looks? What you, it's exactly what you want it to be. Is it from the writer of Independence Day? Uh, who wrote Independence Day? <laughs> no, no, I mean, does it feel oh. like Independence Day? Yes, it, it's, yeah, it's okay, a okay. Dean, yeah, Dean Devlin movie. Yes, he wrote it. Like yes, it's yeah. it's okay. a Dean Devlin movie. It's absolutely okay. a Dean Devlin movie. Okay, good. It's a movie that belongs in the 90s. Only the Brave, speaking of Tron Legacy, only the Brave came out in 2000. Oh, that was good, yeah. The Same Fireman record. movie. Yeah. Yeah. John like or Jim something yeah, with Joseph a ski in there. Joseph Kaczynski, yeah. Kuczynski, yes. the guy, he's doing the new Top Gun, which I'm yes. very excited for because you got yeah. that guy paired up with Tom Cruise yeah. and Jets, and you can't go wrong, even if it is a sequel to Top Gun, which is a stupid movie. The Snowman came out. Uh, oh, that movie, I guess they didn't sh- finish shooting it. Like, they, they never finished it. They just they just <laughs> ended up hobbling together a movie. It's, it's absolutely a disjointed mess. It is fascinating to watch because you you recognize it as unfinished and it's so weird and it has that terrible uh just like hello mr police i left you all the clues like thing. yeah it looked like shit and yeah. and i was at that point i was kind of getting sick of fast bender because there's a fucking everything I mean, he, yeah. he's good don't get me wrong but i was just kind of getting sick of him because you're like god this guy's in every movie i watch yeah he's not that good yeah there's justice league that came out what about a uh, you like do the Academy Awards so I can shit on more movies? Yeah, we will in a minute. We're we're wrapping okay, up okay, the okay. year. Okay, okay. That that, that is that yeah. was my idea. I proposed yeah. the holder this um yeah. <laughs> this week was to do a, a shitty movie and just yeah. diss on it the whole time. Yeah, like like something not not something like the room where everyone knows it's shitty. Do something yeah. big like Avatar. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, murder Although, on the murder murder I, on the Orient Express came out this year. I saw that preview so many times. <laughs> I saw that movie. I mean, it's hard to do that movie again. I mean, those, yeah. th- those movies and that story, like, it's fine. Kenneth yeah. Branagh's fine. Yeah, he, he's great. But, You're like, hey, the guy from Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely uh, did, his worst role. <laughs> he did He did the first Thor movie, which is so weird. Oh, yeah. He, did, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has a voice cameo in, like, Infinity War or something. Mm. So yeah, he's really good. He's, he's Paddington really good. Two came out this year, which is 
absolutely stellar movie. Oh yeah. It I was one it. of the best. It, it, it's still at like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It is like, <laughs> nobody hated that movie. Fuck so. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm going to say that every time you bring up Rotten Tomatoes. The Shape of Water came out. I don't want tomatoes in my grilled cheese. I don't want them in my salad. Okay, I think it's like 98% on Metacritic. Uh, (laughs) So Shape of Water came out. Oh, that movie. I remember everyone was talking about that movie, and I was like, ah, that title is just so pretentious. I don't know if I can watch this movie. (laughs) The Disaster Artist. Michael Michael Shannon's in that, right? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Very much so. I love Michael Shannon. He's the ba- he's the main bad guy in that movie. He has the most square chin I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Disaster Artist came out this year. Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, The Greatest Showman. The book is. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Really funny. Last Jedi, Ferdinand, The Phantom Thread. Oh man, oh, Beyond yeah. Skyline came out. Jesus. Oh, that was um, Beyond Beyond the Thread. That was uh, what's his face's last movie. What Phantom Thread? Yeah, yeah. Paul Thomas well, Anderson directed and, so, yeah. God, and Daniel Day Lewis's first. Daniel Day Lewis, yeah. <laughs> it's like those. Ta- he got tattoos, really for real. Yeah, for one role, and like he, he just throws himself into it so much. He's like, I only got one more movie left in me. If, if I do another one, it's gonna kill me. All the money in the world came out. If you remember uh, that, that, that one, that was good. Yeah, uh, that was that came out at the uh, time of the. The um, Me Too thing. The, the yeah of uh, the shoot Kevin Spacey re- shoots Spacey's movies replaced Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer, which is yeah like so like not in the same wheelhouse of Kevin Spacey that it's funny. <laughs> oh, Plummer's um, great. Well, it's funny because Spacey was playing an old guy, and Plummer yeah. is an old guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told you this already, but I watched um the Elvis Nixon movie, and it was. Yeah funny because i'm like oh god kevin spacey's in it i'm like well he plays nixon so yeah you hate okay. you're supposed to hate him you hate him anyways yeah, yeah you hate him anyway. and my dad's favorite actor marky mark is in all the money in the world <laughs> oh uh, yeah he is and bright came out this year so you know. oh god did you ever see bright i haven't worked up the courage to watch it, it i mean you got fucking will smith so that's like i a, at least a 40 50 percent likability anyway I, I and then it's got feeling... edgerton in it who i yeah. absolutely love and i think yeah. somebody else and but it's got a lot of things going for it and against it, so it could go it's, either way. It, it's directed by David Iyer. Yeah, and that's not a plus. And it's and it's written by Max Landis, which is also very much not a plus. I mean, uh, he wrote Chronicle, which I like, but I don't know what yeah. else he's written. And Max Landis, as a human being, I know he sucks. Yeah, hot garbage. So it's like, yeah. But I I feel like there's a good chance that you would like Bright. I don't know. I don't I, like I, fantasy I, shit. I, yeah, but it's 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 only tangentially fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So let's go to the. You're right. Let's look at the uh, award ceremonies. Do you want the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards? Oh, we, we're eating up a lot of time here. Probably just jump right into the Academy Awards. Okay. No, nobody gives a goddamn about the Golden Globes. I have to find the Academy. Even though Awards. they have a way better award system, but nobody cares about. It. Yeah, the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, eighty ninth annual Academy Awards. Uh, da, 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 da. I don't even like going through Academy Awards. I just like to shit on movies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess okay. So the so the Academy Awards that were this year would have been for the movies of two thousand and sixteen. Do you want them? Do you want so you we want the next year's Academy Awards? We want the Academy Awards from two thousand and eighteen for whenever Dark Tower came out. For, for whenever Dark Tower came out. Which will be the 90th Academy Awards. Oh, there we go. 
so, because let's see, who was nominated? You know, Dark Tower's not nominated for anything. No. Uh, so, best picture was The Shape of Water. That's right. Um, which, uh, and the best director was Guillermo del Toro. Right. Um, this is actually a year where I saw most of the movies in the mm. top 10 list, um, or, or the top movies. It was Shape of Water, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, and Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I hate an hour they nominate so many movies where it's just like an honorary nomination where you yeah. you know it's only like three or four that are in the running. Yeah, like Get Out was definitely just a token. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to fucking win. Like, and even, really... even Dunkirk, it's too much of an action movie. Out, out of all of those, Get Out's the best of the movies. But uh, yeah. Um, I, I really like Shape of Water. I, mm. I love Guillermo del Toro. I thought you didn't like Shape of Water. No, I like Shape of Water. Mm. I like Guillermo del Toro movies, and it was Guillermo del Toro as mm. hell. So, mm. um, and he won Best Director, which yeah. is good. So well, I thought I'm about that. Him. We we could do that. Hellboy. Hellboy. The real Hellboy, not the new one. Yeah. I haven't this, seen it. I, I don't know if it sucks. It looks sucky, but it's bad. It's cheap. It feels cheap. It, it looks cheap. I, I I like David Harbor. Yeah. But he is not Hellboy. Uh, <laughs> it looked like a fan-made movie. <laughs> Gary Oldman won as uh, Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Francis McDermott won for Three Billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri. I think, I think everybody always forgets that Gary Oldman has a uh, friend's role. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, as person we were just talking about, best supporting actor was Sam Rockwell for this year. Yeah, yeah. Because he was in Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Rock. Uh, he oh yeah! It. It, after that, it. we haven't really seen him. Yeah. Best original screenplay was Get Out. Best supporting actress was Lavana Golden, uh, Allison Janney as Lavana Golden in Itania. Mm. Call Me by Your Name was best adapted screenplay. Coco was best animated film, which it should have been because everything else was hot garbage. <laughs> Boss Baby, Bread, well, Breadwinner wasn't bad. Ferdinand and Loving Vincent. Uh, that's, that's basically, that's basically it. <laughs> Best score was Shape of Water. Mm. John Williams not winning that year. Uh, <laughs> we can't give John Williams Star Wars for Best Like <laughs> yeah. He's almost dead. Just give it to him. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to see if anything interesting. Okay. Uh, Blade Runner won for cinematography. As it should have. Yeah. And visual effects. Oh, yeah. So that seems fair. They were good. There wasn't a lot. I mean, I guess a lot that you noticed, but yeah, um, because uh, the other nominees were Guardians of the Galaxy Two, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't see how Planet of the Apes couldn't win because I mean, those are like scary good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like when Marvel does their special effects, they're all very good special effects, but they don't really aim for like realism. Mm, yeah, uh, they, they they're really going. They're really going for a, a little more of a bombastic feel for it. So yeah, um, and Kobe Bryant won this year for uh, best animated short film. So Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. What, what the hell's that? Oh, what was it called? I already forget what the was. Uh... Wait, he won, or was that was that was the name of it? No, the movie, the short film was Dear Basketball, and no. it was by Glenn Keane and Kobe Bryant. So. Oh, that's uh, weird. So Kobe Bryant is an Academy was an Academy Award winner. Yeah, now he's dead. So who cares? Yeah, 
They took you <laughs> when you die. They take the award away. That's yeah, they take they it don't away. Tell yeah. You that. Yeah, they don't yeah. tell you that. Uh, <laughs> you can win when you're dead, and then when you die, they just take it right back. Yeah. They give it to the runner. If they give it to you after you die, you get it forever. <laughs> uh, but after you die, they take the award back and give it to second yeah. place. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they don't yeah. tell you that part. Uh, it's very because they're not the winner of that year. Yeah. But yeah. You, you, the, the award is yours for life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but when that person dies, it's still yeah. theirs. So Heath Ledger is for always uh, best supporting actor, and the best supporting actor after that is a new award. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was the he was the last best supporting actor winner, and then they last just recipient him. of the two thousand eight <laughs> yeah. best supporting actor. Yeah. And on that happy note, I think we're going to wrap it up. This has been almost two hours of us talking about almost nothing. Yeah, uh, Stephen, you almost, you almost convinced mostly. me that that was a real way the Academy worked. <laughs> it sounded <laughs> sounded realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm aiming to be this year's winner for best supporting actor. <laughs> uh, as long as I, it's, but you know, as long as I don't die, I get to keep that award for. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I don't know what we'll talk about next. We'll talk. Well, I think we're gonna sit down. We're gonna really focus on a bad movie. Uh, <laughs> I, do like do... I do like shitty. I do like movies. I have a lot more to say about things I don't like as opposed to yeah. things I do. Like. Well, that's what's fun with like the Disney stuff. Like you know, it's fun to talk about the movies that you love and gush about them. Um, you know, <laughs> movies that you only because you. I don't know what your take. On, like, do you really love this movie that we theoretically have been talking about today of Dark, the Dark Tower? You mean the episode title of this one? Yes, yeah. I do love Dark Tower because I, I, I just like it. I don't think it's great. I uh, probably won't go back to it again anytime soon. Uh, I don't think it's one of my favorites, but I but, really, really like, like it. Like, like I liked it. I'm glad. I, I don't. I didn't hate it. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it's probably better for me because I have zero connection to the Dark Tower mm. in any way, shape, or form, which probably makes the film go down smoother because yeah, you're not I, disappointing me with your depiction of something that maybe I liked. So see, I liked it because it was yeah. like a, <laughs> a good depiction of something that could have been really good, and yeah, then they were able also, to make it. Cool. But you also like, but you also really thrive in being weird and contentious sometimes. So, <laughs> well, thrive on it just works out that way. Just because I do what I want doesn't mean I'm doing it on purpose. But uh, yeah, I, I, I like it as a good action movie that wasn't yeah. trying to be a game changer necessarily. It was just yeah, a well told story that was thing. cool. Well, and, and someone who loves westerns, it was cool to see. Yeah. The six shooters and yeah. Western things done kind of unrealistically because, you yeah. know, this guy's supposed to be a Jedi version of that. So yeah. it's kind of cool to see things that couldn't actually be done in real life. Kind of yeah. the Western thing taken to the next step, which I liked. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it was fine. I, I, it was like a summer blockbuster to me. Mm. You know, I, I had no problems. I, I have no qualms with it uh, other than it just being sort of existing. Mm. Uh, it, it, it doesn't feel like this big thing that sort of dark tower in my peripheral is yeah but i mean that's just i, yeah, I don't know anything about the dark tower enough to have nothing really big know. happens in the dark yeah. tower that you just get strung along for seven books and they kill a fucking everybody and then start it over again yeah so that's that yeah i think we'll do a bad <laughs> jake, movie. jake dies not... twice in the book yeah yeah. I, yeah, we'll do a bad movie. I don't know if Avatar is necessarily the one I want to do. You know, I would have, but I just tried to watch it again seriously, and it was worse than I remembered it, so I couldn't get myself like, to watch it yeah, again. Like, it's, on, another Dis- 10 years. it's on Disney+, Plus, and it's just one of those, like, 
It's so bad. So it's bad. just stupid. It's like a fucking pre-film school school student wrote it. Yeah. As opposed to one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, we'll find something. There's plenty of bad movies that are fun to watch. That Con Air. Like. Con Air. Yeah, that was kind of like, I would love to watch a Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, like I a did, bad Nick Cage movie. So. I did think Air Force One. <laughs> I don't know if that's that bad. I think that movie's just kind of cheesy. I don't know. I if think it's that terrible. movie's that movie's campy. It's like yeah, Con yeah. Air. I it's <laughs> like I unironically love Con Air because at least it knows what it's doing. It's like Face Off. Face yeah, Off is the face stupidest off. movie on the planet. <laughs> love it with all of my heart. I'd rather take something that everybody else loves, but I don't understand, and just shit all over. <laughs> I, uh, well, but we'll you probably but you probably like all those movies that I would want to do that. With. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be one of those things where you're gonna like just like shit on like, so, like I don't know. I was, I was kind of think. Oh, oh man, no, we're not gonna do that one. I just thought of one. We'll talk about it off this. But I, I know neither of us would be willing to do it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you'd be willing to sit through it again. But um, uh, there's some other stuff. I'm gonna make you watch Mandy. And we're going to oh, talk yeah. about Mandy. I want to watch it. I, yeah, watch it. I got a copy. I'm willing to you. watch everything. I got a copy of it for you here when we oh, can right. break quarantine. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I just bought it again on Steelbook because that's who I am. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite movies of that year. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll watch something bad. We'll get we'll get there. Um, <laughs> but until then, thanks all again for joining us. Uh, you know what? Let's just stay safe. Let's just end it on that. Let's be serious. Just stay don't, safe don't listen to the president. Don't li- please don't don't listen to a lot of people. Listen to the people that know better. Listen to the people with like PhDs and stuff. Just or like, a scientist. Yeah, listen to a scientist. Listen to a person that studied this stuff. Just be safe. Do what they're telling you to do. It's listen. a ma- it's a mask. Not it's not you're not going out man in the iron mask style. It's not a. <laughs> It's not yeah. a steel plate bolted to your mouth like Beetlejuice. It's it's not your manhood. Yeah, it, it's it, it's no. It's different not your than, independence. It's no different from putting on a T-shirt that you have to wear to go into the grocery store, anyways. Just yes. do it. Stay safe, and have a great day if you can. <laughs>